I am Shiva the Destroyer, your harbinger of podcasting okay. this evening. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> just I want to get it over. Okay. We're already, okay. we got energy in this room. I, we do. And I just want to go into it. I don't know if this is true for you guys, but this trailer used to just play constantly. Yes. And she says that in the trailer. Mm-hmm. And I got so annoyed at that line in the trailer. Even though it's fine. I, I did too, because yeah. you know, in the trailer, I was goes, like, Look, I am. in the trailer, I was like, this is supposed to be funny. Right. right and in right, right. the movie, you're like, this is oh, the most painful a, oh, moment. The, right, right, right. Um, that's quote number one on IMDb. Uh, quote number two is uh, the monologue about her killing Ethan. Oh, you should have done that oh, one. God. I was thinking about it. No, you weren't. I if was you'd done considering. that, I would have th- thrown you out of this studio. Look, I'm le enfant terrible of podcasting. Are we allowed to weigh in? Yes. Just a big oof from me on that one. For weighing in on that. That if if anything you could have a self described enfant terrible of podcasting. Of podcasting. podcasting is sick. Of podcasting, not good. It's necessary. It's ne- someone had to step up. I I don't know that it had to be you. I kept on goading Terry Gross. I was like, I feel like the pressure, like the 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 the, the sort of I I don't know. The movement felt like it was getting behind. Like go off Terry, get messy, gross on gross, get gross. Yeah. Terry get gross was the hashtag. <laughs> Love that. Yeah, people wanted her like talking boogers. Yeah, talking barf. Mm-hmm. Being, I guess that's less Longfellow Terrible and more Garbage Pail Kid. Mm-hmm. But, but they're close. She Ash. is going to host a revival of Double Dare on Netflix. Super sloppy Double Dare. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's one of the cruelest things that has ever happened in the entertainment industry. Is like Mark Summers. They're like, congratulations, Mark. We finally got you a game show job. And he's like, oh my god, what is it? Am I am I doing Prices Right? Is Bob Barker stepping down? They're like, no, you're doing Double Dare. And he's like, cool. I'm not gonna tell anyone I'm OCD. I'm not gonna tell anyone how much this drives me crazy. Mm-hmm. And then like four is seasons that the story in. Of is Double that Dare? true? He's OCD. He's crazy OCD. Oh, and he just had to host a show where the whole point is to like cover like yourself slop. in the yeah. slop and like pull boogers out of a giant mm-hmm. nose and then four seasons in Nickelodeon's like Mark great news and he's like shows canceled shows canceled shows canceled and they're like we're we're revamping it's super sloppy double right, there now right. <laughs> we're adding more boogers he hosted it for all seven years uh, he's like horribly OCD and there's uh, one of the greatest uh, clips on YouTube is him going on Jay Leno and it was like the first time he was getting to do like an adult thing quote mm-hmm. unquote Oh, Mark. Like, they were, like, validating him by being like, now your kids might know this guy. And the first guest on Leno was uh, Burt Reynolds, Mm -hmm. who was very much trying to, like, keep the energy of old, like, Johnny Carson Burt Reynolds alive. And he was so depressed that he was sharing a couch with a Nickelodeon (laughs) host, (laughs) he of his fragile ego, that he just keeps on making fun of oh, Mark Summers. Mark seems so sad. And Mark is like, ha ha ha, yeah, well, you know, it, it. And after like six or seven direct body blows, Mark Summers makes some joke about like how many failed marriages Burt Reynolds wow. has. And Burt Reynolds picks his mug up off the table and throws it <gasps> in Mark Summers' face. We all just went quiet. Yeah. I, so I hope there was a cold but what's kind I of funny. I think you made this up. What, I think you made this, this whole thing up. This is 100% true. <laughs> but what's kind of funny is it's like the show. Well, okay, so then... It's also kind of like Rachel getting married, that weird sort of like, (laughs) fuck, is this about to flip into like... What a beautiful segue. So then Mark Summers picks (laughs) up... I'm I'm not even close to being done. Mark (laughs) Summers picks up his mug, tries to throw it back in Bert's face. What is Jay doing during this? (laughs) What's this? Yeah, and Bert knocks the mug before it connects, 
and it hits Mark Summers again. <laughs> so he's double dosed. Oh. And then some fucking producer thinks they're funny, has a PA run out with oh, two them towels. pie tins. Yeah. No. What? Filled with whipped cream and is like pie fight. And Mark Summers is like, I thought this was my break. Oh. From getting sloppy shit all over me. It's only worse. It's only worse. That's a good That producer. is Rachel the getting The thing that's crazy is, thing. is <laughs> back <laughs> then, it was just like, that happened on TV, and if you saw it, you might go to work the next day and be like, did you watch? That was crazy. Yeah. And now I can just Google it and find it, and it's on YouTube forever. And yes. I can just watch it. And yes. you can only talk about it on a podcast. Yep. That's and the I only place you're allowed to talk about legally. Uh, Mark Summers production. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, for sure. So, I guess he's Keep he's the dream alive, it. baby. Keep Keeping the, dream the legacy alive. alive. Uh, you're right. You're right. Good call. I'm, uh, yeah, introduce our podcast. Okay. You're, you've, you're kind of sick. I have been you sick. You are dressed like the Crypt Keeper. What do you mean? I have a hoodie on. What do you mean I'm dressed like You're the all Crypt dusty keeper? and you look like on death's door. He has BCE. <laughs> it's a, it's a bit A to C. Crypt Keeper is my inspiration. I wish I was dressed like the Crypt Keeper. Everyone... You, of course, know that this is Blank Check with Griffin and David. I'm Griffin. I'm David. He's the Crypt Keeper. <sighs> I'm a little sick, so my voice sounds kind of atmospheric. It's fine, and there's no judgment, but you are now canonically the Crypt Keeper. And we would love Great. to hear you cackle at some point. I genuinely think that might fuck my throat up. Mm. Okay. Try. Uh, it's a podcast about filmographies, mm. directors who have massive success early on in their careers, given a series of blank checks to make mm. whatever crazy passion projects they want, and sometimes those checks clear, and sometimes they bounce, baby. And this yes. is a mini-series on the films of Jonathan Demme. Mm-hmm. We're, we're nearing the end. Yeah. We're getting close. We are. This is called Rachel Getting Married. Yes. And our guest today from the yeah, Iconography Our mini-series podcast. is called Stop Making Podcasts. It's called Stop Making Podcasts. Thank you. A very, very uh, lightly veiled threat from our listeners against us. And our guest today from the podcast Iconography, Olivia and Io. Hi. Hello. Hi. Very excited to be here. Um, so excited to have you here. A uh, big, big fan of your show. Um, I've been listening to your show for years at this point. That's completely insane. Isn't that crazy? Very bizarre. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I haven't been listening to your show for years because it, it has existed less than a yeah. year. Mm. And that's the only reason why. Mm. I don't know. That's a little embarrassing, though. I what? feel like I, you could have been listening for a couple years. Spiritually, I feel like I was. Thank I was you, waiting for it. I was I was holding my ear up to the sky and mm. I was like, something's missing. Where's the show I want to yeah. be listening to right now? Yeah. I mean, I and I have been listening to it for years, basically. Because it literally just is just right. what we talking. talk about when we talk yes. about That's my, when people like ask David or I for podcast advice, that's what I always say is like. Right. Do you have a friend who you host a podcast with when you just hang out? Right. Like, and would you yeah. have those conversations irregardless? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If that's the case, then you won't ever run out of material, and you'll yeah. probably enjoy doing it. Yeah, right. Yeah, mm-hmm. I also feel like it's just like if you care about just like making money, getting bitches, bubbly, which is different to me than champagne. Champagne and bubbly are different. Two different bubble bath. You're talking about bubble bath, Mo- Mr. Bubble. Yeah, Mr. Yeah. Bubble. But also like Perrier models. Bubbles. Sure. Models, sure. Yeah, sure. so like right. that sort of stuff, then I think that's, then yeah, then you should host then a podcast. Then you'll be super right. successful. We be happy. all right. know that hosting a podcast is the quickest and cleanest path to 
financial success. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. it's a straight line. Mm-hmm. I and mean, in yeah. many ways, if, if I may add to that, also Please. security. Yes, um, right, right. And, yes. I think, right. and I think a that that's important. Yeah, yeah. You know, health benefits, yeah. things uh-huh. like that. And respect. That's the thing. That's the <laughs> thing that a lot of people don't yeah. talk about. There's so much respect. Yeah. In yeah. So much respect. And I wouldn't say anything on a podcast. You know what I mean? Like, like that it wasn't like just full to the brim with respect and respectability. Like everything yeah. I say on a podcast, I would say at the UN. A hundred percent. And it is. I mean, I see you have a stack of papers because you prepared right. well, notes. Uh, yes. Lots of notes. And you have one of those little name plates in front of yes. you too. Well, and there's a yeah, translator. There's an earpiece. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Well, I did come from the UN. Okay. Well, actually, um, and I'm going our, after this our as studio well. is yeah. not that far from the UN. It's not that far from yeah. the UN. You know, if you think yeah. about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it is, it is though. I mean, there's. I work for Tunisia. There's nothing more <laughs> validating than finally starting your podcast. Uh-huh. You know, the dream you've had since you were a little babe. A wee, a, a wee babe. Right. Yeah. Finally getting that podcast off the ground uh-huh. and knowing, man, for once in my life, all my relatives over 50 are going to respect me and understand exactly, exactly. what I'm doing yeah. with my life. That's the thing. That's the thing. Immediately, it's going to be clear to them. Yeah. My grandma's like obsessed with my podcast. She's like, I love opening the podcast app, which is something that so I that she do. understands. And right. it's like, right. listen right. to yeah. you talk. Yeah. Um, I've rated it. I've reviewed it. Yeah. yeah. I send it to my friends who are also old and know exactly what's going on. They get the algorithm. They really do. They get the algorithm. They're kind of shifting the algorithm. Sure. <laughs> in many ways. Aren't we all? Um, but the, the iconography, the, the basic premise is that you uh, pick an icon of the moment and debate whether or not they're going to stand the test of time. Right? Is that a good summation? Mm -hmm. Someone comes on with someone they love and then we talk about them for an hour. Right. Play games, have good chat, fresh banter. Which I feel like is a thing. I mean, this podcast kind of came out of that David and I used to do where we would pick someone and go like, wait, let's like go through their career one Mm -hmm. by one. Mm -hmm. The two of you are a little more forward thinking. I feel like. In what way? You're a little more invested in like the present of what they're doing mm. and what are they going to do next and what should they do next. Mm. Well, we like- almost did one of our original ideas was like picking one person and doing 10 episodes <coughs> about them. Mm-hmm. And so we were like, what if we spent 10 weeks talking about Tom Cruise? Yeah. <laughs> sure. Uh, I mean, you never run out of stuff. We never run out of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Is the thing. But some people you do. You you do some, some people, it's really, yeah. it's like Tom Cruise and then there's kind of a drop sure. in people you can Tom talk Cruise, about for that long. Will Smith, Meryl Oprah, Streep, Oprah. But it's it? like, I don't want to talk about. The four. Like, I don't know. Carly Rae Jepsen. Carly Rae Jepsen for 10 weeks. Yeah. No. no, I mean, she's nine at most. Yeah. You could <laughs> yeah. get nine good ones out yeah. of her. Nine yeah. and a little bonus 15 special. Sure. That's emotion That's a, side B. Mm-hmm. She, she could get a mini. She, she could no, get a mini so for sure. An emergency yeah. mini so No question. <laughs> um, but, but one of the games you do on your show, uh, uh, Vroom Vroom. Ah, yes. Where you try to come up with a vehicle mm-hmm. for someone who deserves recognition, hasn't vroom, gotten vroom. it. Hasn't gotten an Oscar. It? To get the Oscar. Yeah. And this, in retrospect, is such a perfect slam dunk vroom vroom for Anne Hathaway. I know. In a way, Literally, I think yes. you didn't even like, really realize at no. the time. It's we didn't insane. give her any. Well, at the time, she, this was her coming out as a serious actress yeah, party. Yeah. yeah. Even though she had been in Brokeback Mountain. Yeah, but she was the most disrespected of the four. The only one of the four who was totally, flatly disrespected. Even I mean, though, I also, she's so she's fucking good at so Brokeback, though. She's, she's great. She's doing the work. On the phone? Back. I mean, on she's, the phone. On the phone is her best scene. On the phone. Like, she's what? in it the least, I would say, of the four. Yeah. yeah. But when she's there, it's she's like. Good. She fills the space. It's iconic. Yeah. Um, yes. 
But this, I feel like at the, the 2008 time, was a hard year, though. It was a hard year. Because there, was, there were heavy hitters. There was so much. Well, we all know who won Best Actress that year. Of course, the best performance in the history of cinema, uh, Kate Winslet and The Reader. Yeah. A performance we talk about all the time. <laughs> and here's the thing, also, that movie. movie is infallible. It's right. so and perfect. Movie yeah. It's a perfect movie, and I'm always like, ooh, what if, like, hot Nazis could fuck? You know I what know. I mean? And then I'm like, fuck, have you did it already that movie? in The Reader. Yeah. I have not seen that movie. I, I think all the time about really that, boring. like, Hugh Jackman joke from the monologue that's like, The Reader. Yeah, I still haven't seen yeah. the reader. Like, that's me. That is And then she won. And that's an example of a movie where I kind of think that 30% of the people who voted for her yeah, well, hadn't seen do it. Do you of remember course. how that went? Well, they thought it was going to be a double nomination yes, year for I was going to talk about it, but you can go right ahead. Mm. Reservation. Not re- res- Re- I, re- re- Revolutionary, Revolutionary Road. Road. We all got there. Yes, we all got there. Yeah. Was going to be her best lead actress right. play. Yes. Because that was her big deal movie with her husband reuniting Jack and Rose. Oh, and Michael Shannon. And then they were like. And Michael Shannon. <laughs> oh, yeah, Michael the, Shannon. the game's all there. The game's all here. People forget that Michael Shannon played uh, the anchor. Yeah, he was. In he Titanic. Was the anchor. Yeah. Because he's him. really doing subsurface work. Right. right. Well, he also did mocap for the iceberg. And, well, and also did. David Harbour played the harbor. David Harbour did play the harbor. That was an extremely good joke. <laughs> I think he's in Revolutionary War Road and his name is Harbor. I like that. What is uh, extremely? I think it was just an extremely good joke. <laughs> yeah. I just really think hey, David I fucking destroyed that. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Hey, Ben. How you doing? I'm good. I'm hungover. Yes. David Ben's Harbor hungover. really been in it. Uh, what do you mean? He's just kind of been like around for a while. Long time. He's he's so good in that movie. He's kind of like the movie. way that like Sam What's yes, His Face will just like, you're like, oh yeah, you've been around. Sam who? Sam, Sam What's His Face. Moon. Sam oh, Rockwell. Rockwell. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Moon. <laughs> Sam Moon. Yeah. But yes, Kate Winslet, I believe Revolutionary Road was a uh, Paramount Vantage mm-hmm. DreamWorks production. <laughs> Big Christmas Reader release. was Weinstein. And so Weinstein, even though she's the lead of the reader, Weinstein's like, fine, she'll be supporting. I would argue she's supporting in that she's movie. She's not. It's crazy. I think um, she's supporting in No, there's movie. two leads, her and the boy. Whoever. I think the boy's the lead. Yeah, and she's the other lead. I think she's not in a lot of the movie. That she disappears no, for a long time. She's the other chunk. lead, though. She's she the is. Other lead. Yeah. She I is. don't know about this. She is. She was also top. Why filmed. are you? You. You're Why looking at me you? very seriously. <laughs> she's very. I, not much seriously. Deleted. I just am like confused. I, I feel like there's 40 minutes where she's gone when he like yeah, loses. Yeah, but then the movie puts her on lead. trial. Yeah. yeah. She's yeah. the lead. She's literally the other lead. Putting her in. This is crazy. I think she's the second lead, but I think she's a very distant second. Putting her in supporting was. An outrageous move. And the Academy, like, uh-huh. so she got the Globe, right? She, she wins the, both Globes. She won both Globes. She wins Best Actress silly. and Best Supporting Actress right. that year. Wait, that's People are she addicted got, to a narrative. That's why. They loved the narrative. It she was like she, BAFTA, overdue. She, it's time. You know, nom for Revolutionary Road. Like, you know, the, the other award Revolutionary Road like, yeah. also boring. Well, <laughs> terrible, terrible movie. But, but they were like, fine, we'll play your game, you know, right? I think she's better in Revolutionary Road than she is in The Reader. Yes, but neither is sort of her at her best, in no. my opinion. And then the Oscars were just like, no, what? No. Forget forget Revolutionary Road. Right. It sucks. And they just we'll put just her, put in, her lead. in lead for yeah. The Reader. They, like, corrected all the bullshit. But you saying it that way makes it sound like the entire Oscar, in, uh, Oscar voting body had a meeting and strategized It kind of felt that way. Because it That's, just happened. It's kind of crazy when that yeah. shit just happens. It's the same with Whale Rider. Yeah. Oh. Where she got supporting nominations in every precursor. Which Because that's what they were doing. It makes no sense. She's the lead. Zero sense. But she was a kid. The whale. Yeah, the, I was going to well, say, who else could be the lead of that movie? You're being crazy now. <laughs> the Obviously, the, the lead whale. of the whale rider um, is the whale. She was the rider. Is the ocean. 
Yes, yes. The ocean is. <laughs> the ocean, ocean, if, right. if your movie has the ocean, the ocean is. And the ocean, the ocean, the ocean was going to the, the governor's sea. ball yeah. and going to the yeah dinners, <laughs> but no, you know. They, and then the Oscars were just like, no, she's lead. Got invited mm-hmm. to yeah. the Met too. Was doing the CFDA rounds and yeah. really, really made good with Anna Wintour that year. So, and that's like that. That was a big invite because the ocean took up most of the Met. Mm. You couldn't invite anyone else that year. No. Yeah. Just yeah. Anna and the ocean. It's just Anna. And she love. had a good time. Mm. I heard. I love a wet Met. <laughs> but once she got once that happened uh-huh she was gonna win yes right because if you point, look at the yeah. list it's who like, else was nominated okay that here year? we go here we go Hathaway that was the year that supporting was like hot though well we can talk about that but first I want you guys to guess the other nominees okay so Hathaway is one Hathaway and Kate Winslet Winslet then you have a major movie star who has an Oscar and it's her only other nomination oh and, and it's a is bad it? performance in my mind I don't mind it. It's not my fave. Angelina Jolie and Changeling, Changeling, right? Correct. Okay. Right. Horrifying. Then yep. you have um, a national nightmare. A huge Oscar-winning star who's been nominated many times. One of her worst performances, in my opinion. Wow. Yeah. Some people like this performance. Multiple Oscar-winning, like or just the she one? has multiple. Not Oscars. not Mer- not Dow. Okay. Okay. So this is a wait. I, I pointed it out. Yeah, because to, to because that. this was the year that. Viola, everyone was like, who are you? Sure. Yes. Sure. Because she's, iconic she's, she's 12, come, I mean like big, 42 big scene. second yeah, scene. Yeah, 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 <laughs> and yeah, everybody yeah. was like, bitch, you can crouch your nose. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which she does. Which do. she does. She does, she she does, does it do. very well. I think I'm going to get a hole put in so my nose. So that you can just like yeah. snot right <laughs> like out. snot right that out easy. Easy access. So and Meryl is just kind of, you know, she has such doubts. I think Meryl's really good. She's terrible. Meryl is actually, everyone is so good in that movie. I don't love that movie, but you think she's... it's one of her worst performances, and you've seen Mamma Mia too. Wait, oh, have you seen Mamma Mia too? What is yeah. going on? What she's not happened? even like in Mamma Mia. She, she does. She only has one one song. song. She just like shows up. She's on. Um, she Meryl is actually bad in yeah. like which is the same year. The Iron Lady. She's terrible. In she's the bad Iron in the Iron Lady. That's bad. Meryl. Ricky and yeah. the Flash. Doubt is bad. Meryl. Ricky and the well, Flash, which you guys are going to talk about. We're going to get there. We're gonna get Julia. There. Julia. Also. She's good in Julia and Julia. She's, Amy she's Adams is great, bad in Julia and Julia. Yeah, yeah. I think Amy Adams is good in Julia and oh, Julia. She's, she's just want to throw. She's her just out like the poorly. It's just like a horribly yes, written. It's, horribly it's like written. oh, I'm like, oh hanging out God, in Paris. This is gorgeous, and then she's like, my giant apartment in Queens is so sad. But that's that's right. Christmas I think Cena she... doesn't do anything but love me, and I hate him. <laughs> he is cute. You want to talk about people who've been around forever? I watch Rounders on Netflix. Yeah. Christmas Cena's just in one of the poker Isn't games. Isn't Rounders yeah. fun? Yeah, but it's one of those things where you're like, right, Christmas Cena's like the same age as Matt yeah. Damon yes. and Edward Norton. Right. Yes. And they were movie stars. And Messina was just told, like, you're going to have yeah. to wait 15 years. Every time, every time I watch You've Got Mail, I'm always, and he like shows up in like the big yeah. bookstore being like, do you know where this ballet book is? I'm like, oh my God. He's so cute. Right, you've He's just so been around. Cute. You've been working. Wait, also in um, this movie, in Rachel Getting Married, Sebastian Stan. Sebastian Stan. Oh, well, we gotta, we're going to get to that. We're going to get there. But it's being people. We have one he nominee left. Fucking Zippo Lighter. Oh, where he, ha- he needs it. That is a real. What? You're just going to go torch the self help library that is again? A real, like, it's a real <laughs> performance. He's right? doing some amazing hair acting. Exactly. It's hair. It's, just it's like, hands, He's got two it's minutes. Eyes. He's like, I'm going to do everything. Yeah. I'm going to do everything this is going, for Demi. This is going to yeah. the front of my reel. <laughs> okay, wait. We have four out of five. Yeah. The fifth What's is the fifth one? Um, a character actress. Okay. She later wins an Oscar. Uh, famous Melissa for Melissa Leo for Wind River. Correct. No, no, not Wind River. For um, oh, Frozen River. Frozen. What's it called? Consider okay. dot dot dot. Yes, famous. This was her. Mm. No, no, that, that was, was no, no, the, that, that was, was the, the, the first she won for. This is her first nomination. Yes, she's good in that movie. 
there is a movie that has been buying out Deadline every day. Mm. It's called mm. like Mountains of Fire or something. Okay. And it is directed and or, I'm sorry, it is written by a woman who is the wife of like some sort of Greek mm. business mogul. True. Sick. Adapted from <laughs> her own us? self-published novel. Who among oh, hell yeah. us? Produced by a production company that he founded to Fuck help yeah. him make this movie and distributed by a distribution company that he founded after no one bought That's this movie. That's love, baby. What are you talking Should about? Should I do that? Yeah, directed, we got Mary Rich. Directed by a guy who on IMDb, his main credit is that he has directed some of the most beloved DVD menus of all time. I swear what? to God. Griffin, That's what it why says are you in his You can about? direct a DVD menu? That's what they claim. His only other credits are DVD special features for Terminator 2. They keep on buying out all of Deadline with Melissa Leo style confidence. Good. And what they're doing is it's consider like Mountains mm. of Fire or whatever it's mm. called. It's some Greek period love war epic with Christopher Plummer and Patty Lapone. What? Huh? <laughs> 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 I'm wrap this up. And on I their ads, on their campaign ads, their FYC ads, they just put laurels around every name as if as it had won. Won. Already won prizes. Yes. That rocks. So they're like, best supporting actor, Whatever. Christopher Plummer, right. and they just put laurels. I'm cutting you off. All right. That's enough of that. <laughs> no, I think no, that was more, interesting. More, more, okay. more. I was done. <laughs> Wait, I wanted to give you the supporting actress nominees. That's why I'm cutting you off. Penelope Cruz wins. Penelope Cruz wins. For she Christina. marches to her win. I yes. feel like that was just kind of like happening. Sure. Did you agree? That was just she just sort of got it. Right I feel away. like the only conflict was it, potentially Winslet, and the once Winslet was lead, there was right. nothing Correct. left. Right, right, right. Then you have Amy Adams and Viola Davis for Dow. I was pissed. I was pissed they didn't win. I was pissed they didn't win. Dual win. That would have been cool. Would have been amazing. <laughs> uh, then you have Taraji P. Henson Classic. for The Curious Case of yeah. Benjamin Button, which yeah. she's so good in. Yes. Really good it's in so movie. bad and she's so good in it. Um, rude. That movie is okay. <laughs> yeah, I think that movie is aggressively okay. For how good she I is. I want to do Fincher to talk about that movie because I haven't I seen too. it in years and I feel like maybe it'll oh, stand up Oh, I feel like revisiting I watched it. Oh, I don't know if it I, would that's what, I watched nicely. it a few months ago in a hotel room and I was but like... It was not like, working. When no. he, he's like a that's little also old man. That's when I the reader. Yeah. And then he grows to, to, to a baby and then baby. In Benjamin Button that happens? That's correct. Um, I think wouldn't it be fun if Baby Yoda turns out? I literally Benjamin wait. I was t I was making this connection yesterday right. because I learned I haven't watched The Mandalorian, but I learned that Baby Yoda is fifty, He's years, 50 old. years old, which is and a I fun was twist. Like, I was like, oh, a fifty-year-old baby like Benjamin Button. Mm -hmm. right. I was like, exactly. Oh, mm -hmm. interesting. Exactly. Interesting. But he's not. He's not Benjamin Buttoning. He, no, he might. Well, he's he's going to get old. No, There's he's no just like, they detail. grow really slowly. They just grow slow, I think. I think I love Baby Yoda, but I don't care about Star Wars. I like haven't watched any of it, but I did Baby see Yoda so is small. very important. Are you going to get And we must no, protect I'm not gonna get How are you going to watch it? I'm going to find someone with a password. Yeah, can I get a login, David? You have a login, David? David, can I get David. a login? David, David. David. Do you have like a press David. login? David, I want to watch Even Stevens and then tweet about it reverently. David, please. David, a month or <laughs> David is on the Disney payroll, of course, because he's of a critic. Course, right, yes. Yeah, that's why I gave Frozen yeah. 2 a negative review. Right. Which means Did he, you? Is it bad? It's okay. It's all over the place. It's a long conversation. Hey, I'd David, have to have. David, let it go. What I was going to say <laughs> is I think Brad is bad 
in Benjamin Button. Mm, I kind of like the movie. Why I think are you afraid of hot people? Okay, wait, yeah. Yeah. I'm the, not afraid because I think Kate Blanchett rules like You're shaking. You're literally shaking. <laughs> um, the scene where Brad rides the motorcycle. Yeah, best scene uh, in the movie. One of the, my formative <laughs> horny memories. Absolutely. <laughs> really hot. Yeah, I just so watch hot. GIFs of that on Tumblr back and forth. <laughs> it's right. like featured prominently I, in that trailer. I just think his old man performance is bad. I want to rewatch the movie. Because old people are bad. It's actually really brave. That's a good We actually just haven't thought about it hard enough. It's actually maybe a detailed, accurate performance. The nominee was Marissa Tomei for The Wrestler, and she's great in that. Do you want? Yeah. You heard this story. My favorite oh, yes. story when I worked at ABC Kitchen, I saw Marissa Tomei uh, eating lunch with Deepak Chopra and sobbing after she lost, um, and she was uh, crying, and she was like, "Why can't I ever do anything right?" She has an Oscar and is great. Yeah, yeah. she should chill out. She's doing amazing. She wanted to win. She wanted, she wanted to, win. to win. I mean, she's great in that movie. I love Marissa Tomei. Uh, I would marry her today if she asked. She wouldn't ask you. She <laughs> doesn't know you. She doesn't know you. <laughs> You're also already engaged. That's true. Too forky. Yes. Um, <laughs> did I ever tell the story on the podcast? She also dated Logan Marshall Green, which is just a wild ass thing that she did. Yeah. When he was like 25. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. Um, did I ever tell the story on the podcast that I saw Darren Aronofsky do like a Q&A right? You have definitely talked about this on the podcast, haven't you? I think so, or have I just told you in our private lives? I can't lives? remember if uh, in our private lives in Tamara Jenkins' private yeah. lives. <laughs> when we were in the theater watching have private lives. Have we never lives, talked about this on the podcast? Maybe. I kind of want to spell it. All right, fine. Go ahead. Okay, so then we have to talk about Rachel getting married. Very good movie. We're going to talk about Rachel getting married. I mean, it's we're probably been like 30 hour, minutes. Yeah, yeah. 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 okay. That's yeah. my internal clock. Perfect. We're ahead of schedule right mm. now. Uh, Did you like that noise I made? Yeah. The Wrestler. Mm. Right after it loses the Oscars, Darren Aronofsky did this Q&A, and someone asked him a question about Mickey Rourke, and he was like, fuck it, the Oscars are over. He's a nightmare. Right. <laughs> like, I spent the last, like, six months trying to, like, sell the narrative that he's, like, rehabilitated, and he's, like, the fucking worst. He's a baby. <gasps> And he just started spilling all the Mickey stories. Whoa. And he's like, he's like a child and he's yeah. lazy. He looks like a nightmare. He like, didn't want to do the movie. Energy. Right. I like told him like, Mickey, you're unemployable. No one's going to give you a shot ever again. This is your only opportunity. If you fuck this up, your career is over. Like it's already dead. Right. No one else is going to do this for you. I'm the only one who's willing to like stake themselves on you. Whoa. And even still every day he'd do one take and be like, I'm not feeling it and want to like leave set. Oh, my God. And he was like, the only thing I could do was treat him like a fucking Little League coach and just, like, yell at him and be like, you're a coward and you're a baby and you can't do this. Everyone was right. You're a shitty actor. Did Mickey Rourke oh break Darren Aronofsky? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but the big thing he said was uh, Marissa Tomei and Mickey Rourke hated each other. Yeah, obviously. Oh, yeah. And so she's a sweet angel. <laughs> right. And exactly. she was she's a pro. Good and good. She was a pro. She comes prepared. She does the homework. She yes. gets it in the first take. Right. But Mickey's like a nightmare and he has to spend like six hours co coaxing one usable take out of him. So he would first thing in the morning try to just get a two shot of the well, two of them. That's why Marissa mm. cried. Yeah. Yeah. Or no, I'm sorry. I flipped it. First thing in the morning, he found the PA that yeah. Marissa had a crush on. And he would shoot Marissa's coverage with the PA off camera so that she had chemistry. Oh my God. That's, That's hot. That's crazy. Then, keep going, keep then going. he would bring in Mickey for the two shot. He would get it just as like connective tissue because there was barely going to be anything usable with both of them in the frame. Right? Oh my God. Then he would wrap Marissa. And then he would bring in the PA that Mickey had a crush on and have her do the off camera. 
That's scary. That's scary. I also think being the girl PA in this situation is would bad. be frightening. It's bad. Nightmare. Very frightening. It's bad. But the moment when they have to kiss in the movie and there's one oh. kiss, Marissa was like, Darren, you're getting one second out of me. And he had five cameras on set. And he's like, the kiss is like that one second right. cut up from several different pieces, <laughs> angles shot from only one take. Oh, my God. To make it seem like it's an actual genuine kiss. And there you go. It's a great story. Wow. So I, she, story. I do love Marissa for setting a boundary and being like, I'm not. Totally. Him more than once. <laughs> I was like, no. No, he looks like Phil. He's, <laughs> he looks so bad. And it's so sad because he used to be like. Handsome. So pretty. And such a hottie. That's like drugs, drinking, bad plastic surgery. Yeah. Boxing. Boxing. He boxing. like really fucked his face up. Right. Like, I forgot. That's his claim is that he never had plastic surgery. He just boxed too hard. Because we all know all boxers look like Mickey Rourke. No, there's like expired fillers in there. Yeah. Yes. There's like They're Botox like too early. Exploding. Like when people like hopped on the ship a little bit too early when they were like still experimenting. His face is very strange. Right? It also, it looks like he got like skull extensions. Like it's, the entire shape odd. of his head yeah. is He's different. He's always had a big head. He has a huge yeah, head. Yeah, he sure. But big it's, head. yes, it's definitely Some of our most beloved actors ways. do, as we know, have yeah. enormous That's heads. That's how you look big like an heads. average has a big head. And Hathaway. Well, that's true. I was going to say Sebastian Stan. Uh, oh, oh, sure. Oh, wait. <laughs> Anne Hathaway, I can confirm Anne Hathaway has a huge a, head. Really? Because I, uh, one Did summer. she has sort of the bobbly Okay, kind of yeah. Big so head, she like, body, she is but... actually very tiny. Yeah, I always thought right, she'd be kind of right. tall, but no. I worked at Shakespeare in the Park one summer. Congratulations. And, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. she came to a performance and I was like the person handing out like the programs. Mm-hmm. And I like handed her and I was like, oh, do you need help getting to your seat? And she's like, no, I got it. And I like looked at her and I was like, oh, that's Anne Hathaway. And my second thought was like, oh, she has a huge huge head hey, and she's like she's like my height size. I'm like 5'4 she's sure. like yeah. really tiny I saw Uma recently big oh, head? at a play big yeah. head on Uma kind of a big she's head tall. I can see that she was taller she's very tall she's very tall I was very surprised yes. how tall she was she's oh, like 5'10 5'11 she's 5'11 right? wow. wow yeah she reads to me as a tall person yeah, yeah. she's a tall person mm. big head though Surprise. well I guess to scale is Ethan tall Hawk? Ethan Hawk? I think no. Ethan's shorter he's than kinda her. He's kind of like 5'9 yeah. or 10. Ethan Hawk is 5'10. I've met 10. him before. I think he's an honest 5'10. So five, ten. I'm yeah. going to say, like, I'm going to go 5'9 and a half and he rounds up. He's yeah. a regular sized person, I but, basically. But most actors who are 5'6 say they're 5'10. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So 5'10 usually feels like a false height. With yeah. him, I think he's actually that close to 5'10. He five, has ten. like a good 5'10 energy. Yeah. He's got yeah. a solid, like, he's confident enough okay. without being too arrogant. Rachel getting married. Though, okay. Starring Sebastian Stan. It's just mm. funny Sebastian that he's first, Stan. He's the first Sebastian Stan. Because it really vehicle. does open and it's like Sebastian yeah, Stan. It is. <laughs> it is. Yeah. And at the time, you're probably just like, oh, who's this? And now I'm like, oh, it was Sebastian awesome. Stan. Yes. Uh, there's a few people in this movie who did that for me. Like sure. Who? Okay, there's this guy, Bo Shaw, who yeah. plays the, like, the friend of um, Tunde Adebim. Oh, who's okay. the guy from TV on the radio? Yeah, so been that's kind of—he's one of those guys for me. Mm-hmm. Tunde is, um, and then also Bo Shaw like did like Def Jam poetry, and I just oh, like, I used oh. to like watch a lot of. He's those. the guy with the shaved head who yes. wears the sunglasses during yes. the speech. Yes. Yes. yes, yes. Oh, those sunglasses are so like 2008. Yeah. It's like I'm, the whole movie is just like oh my, my notes, god. My notes. I just keep writing 2008, 2008 yeah. because like no other time could you just like. See these two people having like an Indian, Indian wedding. wedding. Yes. Oh my yes. god! I know. With all their little like tchotchkes They're when they're so setting the table, though. I was it's, like, "This is adorable. fully 2008." Yes. 
And somebody who was planning their wedding around this time and saw it must have been like, oh, we have to have little nameplates with like little figurines. The cake is like that elephant. Yes. (laughs) That feels especially 2008 where they've attached the name tags to different figurines, different types of figure representations of living creatures to organize the tables. It is beautiful when a movie is such a time capsule Mm. without trying to be hip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the moment it was made, it just perfectly... embraces their uncoolness in a weird way. Yes. Like, they're just like these crunchy, annoying hippies, but in sort of a well-meaning way. So you're kind of, like, on board with it. When I was reading up on it, uh, and and reading as much as I could, people kept on referring in sort of, like, the writing about the making of the film. Uh Uh, Bill Irwin's character being a music music executive. Do they ever say that in the movie? They might briefly allude. Uh, Not really. Yeah. But the idea is that's why there's all these musicians around and stuff. Oh, I love the, like, musicians always just kind of being in the background. Because that was Demi's concept. No score, just musicians around. Mm. It feels like Shakespearean almost. Like, it's always, like, a troop of, like, rustic players. Because he was like, I want to do a movie. My whole career, I've been trying to find a good excuse to do a movie with a live score, where you actually have musicians Mm. on screen playing music, improvising based off of what's happening in the scene. Yeah. Well, he's got taste. He loves music. Loves music. Because I feel like you've got this script that's sort of like a pretty intense... Bare yeah. Bones family drama. Jenny Lamette, right. who had been an actress, was in a bunch of Sidney Lamette's movies. Yep. Uh, her father. Uh, Correct. Then acts a little more outside the Sidney Lamette canon. And then... Mary's her, Bobby Cannavale, which Mary's I Bobby respect. Cannavale. Iconic. Big so. mood. Who wouldn't, you know? Big mood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then her career kind of like disappears. And she's teaching drama at a high school in the city. Mm-hmm. I think maybe even a middle school What in the city Wow, writing Tough spec scripts mm-hmm. that she can't get made. Mm-hmm. And she finally says to her father, my dream is to have Jonathan Demme direct this. Can you pass it along to him? Nepotism at its finest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But he reads this and goes, oh, this script's actually really good mm. uh, and agrees to make it. I feel like Demi's in kind of a weird period because yeah. he's coming off of his like— His remake, uh, remake happy. Ring? He did— Mentoring Candidate Candidate. and Truth About Charlie back to back. Yes, which is the remake of Charade. Charade, not Changeling, Charade. Yes. Uh, And those two are coming off of Beloved. But also, he's also been in his big documentary films. He's been churning out the docs. That's the big thing. He's done like The Agronomist and the Neil Young, one of the Neil Youngs. There's so many of those. And the Jimmy Carter one. The Neil Young songs in this. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yes, yes. But I think he was tired of making these like massive studio dramas. Mm -hmm. Like he made like three studio dramas that cost like over 60 million in a row. Yeah, and sure. all kind of big underperformed. Big movies with big stars. Manchurian did, did okay, good, but yeah. the other ones yeah. less maybe. Right, uh, gets the script. Manchurian had the Denzel thing. Denzel yes. will just get you more money. Uh, yes, yeah. But there, this was also uh, the Denzel ceiling. Yeah, sure, he, he he's not going to make three hundred million dollars at the right. box office, but he'll he'll probably get you, you yeah. know, near hundred. Yeah. Because uh, I think consistent. Denzel doesn't a measly hundred. It's very good. A measly. I love a hundred million dollars. Yeah. I'd love it right now. You, I get so excited when a movie hits that century mark. I know. Well, we're silly babies. I want to throw a parade. Yes. <laughs> I want to give them a trophy. <laughs> um, but yes, I think he sees the script. He's like, I would like to make something that's intimate and character based, and I can use the style I've developed with my documentaries, especially now because Mumblecore yeah. mm-hmm. is such a thing. Yes. Well, it's, yeah, yeah, that's just firing up. That's right. True. They've sort of broken the ground for like, you can make this kind of movie with like uh, consumer cameras. 
high-end consumer Boston. cameras or <laughs> prosumer cameras. No, no. Yes. Okay, that's our fault. Mm-hmm. Uh, and apparently immediately wanted Hathaway. He had always wanted her. He saw her at a party or a screening or something mm-hmm. years earlier and had been like, wow, look at her. Just I like, should do a movie like with her. He hadn't seen her perform. He just saw her I'm as a sh- person. I'm sure he'd seen her perform. Did he but see he Princess had Diaries? Seen... I want to believe I would love, I would love, I would I would love, love to love. believe that Jonathan Demi saw Princess Diaries and was like, this that is girl star. is a talent. Yeah, because she is yeah. good yes. in that movie. She is incredibly good in that movie. That it movie's great. It's insane it's, that that it is. It still holds up. Yeah. Oh, totally. Princess Diaries holds up more than the reader. No question. Um, what are you looking at, David? Uh, the Rachel Getting Married website. Oh, oh my god! I miss, I miss movie, movie websites, have websites. Yes. and when you can go and you can get um, like a wallpaper for Me your too. computer. Well, a it, Rachel I, Getting Married wallpaper for my computer. Well, Does this any. website have buddy icons? Oh, a a a m buddy icons. Yeah, uh, I don't think so, but I do remember that Must Love Dogs, mm-hmm. the great Diana, yes, yeah, a great film. Its official website had. Check the showtimes. Yeah, oh, I'm not see seeing fine. any showtimes. Oh, weird. It's linking me to Movie Phone, which I believe does not exist anymore. Oh, and, um, oh I miss Movie Phone. Well, there you go. Uh, one day, maybe. No, there's a... no need. I don't need it. I just miss it. Um, but Must Love Dogs, the official screensaver was just a dog would come up to the screen and lick it. Wow. And then another one would come up to the screen and lick it. So it was like a dog was inside your computer licking the screen. That's awesome. It was my screensaver That's for many years. That's perfect technology. Yes, it was. That was the apex of technology. And then I guess we just gave up on screensavers. It was just, yeah, it was kind of that. Everyone everyone uses the defaults these days. I feel I, like they don't they just I'm going to start directing screensavers. DVD menus. That's my new thing. It, it's going to be good. It's it going to be high on the IMDb. be the next yeah. big space. Yeah. 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 Uh, I, I was definitely one of those kids where if I saw a movie and liked it, like I went to an afternoon Saturday screening with my father and my brother and I liked the movie, I would rush home at 3 p.m., go to the official website and download everything. <laughs> yeah. Like I would just take the family computer, yep. the Gateway 2000, and yep. I would be like, it's all death to smoochie now. Wallpaper, screensaver, <laughs> icons. So cool. You're yeah. such a cool kid. I was a cool kid. Would yeah. you um, cut one sheet out of Entertainment Weekly and like put them on your wall? Because I would do that. 100%. Or the newspaper. Like mm-hmm. the, the weekend yeah. New York Times where you'd get the color full page, yeah. Yeah. tape them up. Had gold member definitely on my wall, proudly on my wall. You guys are looking at each other. Well, that's where you lost us in terms of just age, I feel. Well, I was an Entertainment Weekly uh, teenager. It was like a huge thing for me. And I would like cut stuff out. Or I would just like keep an issue that I really liked just like forever. And then I had to like go through all my stuff at home. And I was like, I don't really need this Entertainment Weekly from like 2010. I had a shelf Mm. in my childhood closet that was uh, every, every Entertainment Weekly safe. Yeah. They were good. But then 10 years later, I just had to would throw you, out. Would you flip to the bullseye first? The only way to read an Entertainment Weekly? Uh, yes. Although this was, this was, I mean, it started pre-bullseye. This was another oh, age see, thing. Eight, yeah. age, I remember when yeah. the bullseye this came in, and at first I was resistant. You know, I went, Too glib I went, for you? This is an EW. <laughs> Too quick. Too quick. I want them to go deep. Mm. EW um, also used to have, have like vlogs that I at circa 2008 mm-hmm. that I used to I used to come home from school and see like what the staffers of EW were like vlogging about that day. Very odd time in like media where they were like, "Does this work?" I don't know. Do you remember when uh, Diablo Cody had a regular column in EW? Yes, I and do. it was clear that they reached out to her before Juno came out, mm-hmm. and she agreed to do it, and then Juno came out. And she suddenly had a thousand jobs mm-hmm. and didn't want to be writing it anymore. And they became sort of like 
just shopping lists. <laughs> like it was just sort of whatever document she had lying around her house. I remember her blog too. Her blog was awesome. Really? Pre cool Juno. She had yeah. a cool blog. She had a cool blog. That was back in the day, man. You could have a blogs. Cool blog. I know. Yeah. It's crazy to think I, about it yeah, now. I miss blogs. Me too. I'm like, Let's bring them back. Yeah. Let's do blogs again. That was the only thing. Fuck when Twitter. I rewatched Julia and Julia <laughs> where I was like, damn, like, you really could blog. Right. You, you really could, could like, just blog I've about got whatever. got an idea for a blog. Okay, here's a question. Okay. Honest to blog. Honest to blog. <laughs> Honest to blog. Here's mm-hmm. my question. Yep. Which killed blogs harder? Twitter or podcasts? Uh, Twitter. 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 You think? Absolutely. Yeah, Twitter. Easily. Twitter completely yeah. destroyed the blog. You think that and was like yeah. the sort of the sort of RSS feed in general? That's sure. the way. Also, I think like people now are like, oh, I can get a glimpse into your thoughts, like and like get a I glimpse of like now your voice. Newsletters is beginning to sort of crop up as like yeah. a I actually blog really hate me too. Newsletters, and I think also there's definitely a disdain because, like in comedy, you send one email to someone, you're on one show with sure, someone, and then, and then all of a sudden yeah. you're subscribed to oh, their that's newsletter. So rude. Like, that's come on, so rude. we have to, we have to have some sort of consent conversation well, here. I don't care. 100%. I don't care about what shows you're doing. There, there has to be an opt-in. There has to be. You can't automatically put me on that list. Let's go back to the kinder days of okay. 2008. Please. Okay. It's, it's I, October I 2008. It's fall, it's Barack fall. Obama is uh, running for the presidency. He's about to be elected a month right. from now. Yeah. Rachel's it's, getting married. Rachel's, Rachel's getting married. Rachel's literally played getting married. Played by Rosemary DeWitt in yeah. a charming Ugh. and wonderful performance. So good. And Love I just want to shout so out good. Rosemary DeWitt's Jennifer Grey-esque nose that I have a huge crush on. She's got a great profile. Yeah. She's got a very distinctive nose. She's got, she's got like a long nose. face. Kind long, of. Yeah. beautiful long. face. Yeah. I, I am glad that you... Rosemary Durant from the United States of Terra, a Diablo Cody show. This is true. Oh, okay. I didn't realize she was on that. Mm. I remember when she was on that show with Ron Livingston. Well, I mean, obviously, the United States of Terror was Tony Collette and Tony Collette and Tony Collette. <laughs> right. And to- I don't think they ever actually pulled that. She Maybe they did. Literally oh, wore um, many hats on that. Wait, show. do you know who was also in it? Um, what's his name? Um, his name is Keir- Tony Collette. Yes. <laughs> Tony Collette. Yeah. yeah. He was so. <laughs> the crazy good thing that is that Brie Larson was also in it. Yes. 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 Yeah. I mean, it was a stacked cast. Yes. And also Tony Collette. Tony Collette, Tony Collette yeah. was on. Uh, you always forget that Tony Collette was on United States of Terror. Well, I remember that she was on it, but then also there was also and Tony Collette as right. Trucker Bill or whatever the fuck her fourth What's personality was. What's the last time was. a movie did that? Multiple personalities? No, in the trailer, <laughs> billing people. Be like, split, excuse They just me? did it. There was something that just did it. I swear to God. Really? There's some double movie that just Oh, you that. know what does it? The the Paul Rudd Netflix show. Oh. Yes, that's The poster one. is that's Paul Rudd, Paul Rudd. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, both above the title. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that thing where they build them as if they're separate people. Like the it's Norbit, just, the Eddie Murphy. What Eddie I always Murphy loved was just Eddie like Murphy. so no, many of those TV shows at the time, it was like- this guy's got a family, and also there's another thing about him. Yes. yes. Yeah, and the same with like, one husband, two kids, and I'm like, okay, okay this is Great. pretty crazy. Yeah, I know how TV Multiple works. Multiple personalities. Whoa. I feel sick. I feel absolutely fucking it's sick. Like, I, I don't care this. that she has a family. Like, I, I, the <laughs> That's thing not what I get. I'm here for. You need something for the B story. That, no, that I was know. the draw for me. I would fast forward through the altar scenes, but whenever but, they were on the family. But the, like the, the original Sopranos post. Yes. Me, Tony yes. Soprano. If one family doesn't kill the other that, one, I'm like, one of them poster. is just his family. It yes. is a great poster, right? Because yep. your family, but it's like your family crazy. kill you, and they're like, oh my exactly. god, they're killing me. And then yeah. these other families are like, hey, I, we I'll got kill a gun. you with a gun. Exactly. Are you, are you Italian? 
Uh, yeah, I'm a fully Italian. Okay, I'm, just a, like, I'm, I'm a dirty, I'm a dirty be, non-Italian. Okay, I'm just sorry. Be, yeah, be careful about that. Yeah. Okay. Tread oh, lightly, David. All right. Yeah, so um, what if the Sopranos come for me? I don't, I don't know. I mean, you would be done for. Yeah, okay. You uh, would be whacked. He reads the script. <laughs> He's been making documentaries. Mumblecore's been popping. He's been stuck in <laughs> over-budgeted studio sentence. land. It's terrible sentence. Mumblecore's popping. Mumblecore is popping hard. Yes. Oh. Uh, everyone loves it. Funny haha. Mutual appreciation. Yeah. Yeah. Has Hannah yet taken the stairs? Hannah, I believe, has taken the stairs wow. at this point. I think that was 07. Do, have we heard, talk, the, heard but, about but, the beeswax? No, we haven't heard about the beeswax. Okay. We have not. Beeswax. Was there a puffy chair? Were you about to say oh beeswax kind of fucks? Yeah. yeah. It's a pretty good movie. I like some of the Bajowski ones are good. Puffy Chair was early. I feel like Puffy Chair was first wave. Puffy Chair stinks. That's a stinker. I liked it at the time, yeah, and I cannot imagine how much I would hate myself now watching it. Yeah. It's the Kevin Smith of that era. Yes. The, the, a lot of those Simon McCore movies where you watch them now and you're like, I get that this was different. Yes. And that, that it was sort of exciting to see someone make something like this. This cheaply with absolutely no good script and sure. kind of bad acting. But now I'm just like, hmm, like, script's not good. Maybe. The acting's bad. Wait, why do I like this? Uh, the Bajalskis are good. <laughs> the Bajalskis are good. I think they all hold up. The other ones I think that hold up There's are so, so, so. the Aaron Katz films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he's good. Uh, and I think all the other ones are Garbaccio. Right, so, so. <laughs> yes. Anyway, um, Swan can suck a dick. <laughs> I mean, thank you for saying this. I didn't yeah. have to. Um, but. He gets Anne Hathaway. I just felt like the winds of time hit me. Yeah, because I was <laughs> trying to remember. I was, I was like dazed out he thinking about Joe Swanberg. Yeah. He initially wanted Ryan Paul Thomas so Anderson yes. oh. to play the husband. Wait, what? in this movie? Correct. Paul Thomas Anderson was going to play. I actually, that's, I mean, I'm. The Tunday okay. Whoa. Okay, I think um, also that would make this a completely different movie because I think one of the the like subtle things about it is like this is an interracial yeah, it's written by Jenny Lumet who, who is mixed race. Yes. I, feel, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what what her, I don't know what her script looked like because the movie is so non-scripty in a way. It's unclear exactly. Yeah. But uh, Paul Thomas Anderson did the table read. Uh-huh. Wow. Oh. And then a week later was like, I'm sorry, Jonathan. He was working on There Will Be Blood. He was in post-production and he was like, I don't think I'm going to finish this in time. I really need to focus on Wait, this edit. this is crazy. He was that close to doing mm-hmm. it. That's mm-hmm. so nuts. How can I get him to act in something? I don't know. I don't know. It drives me crazy, crazy. that he never did anything like that before. Mm-hmm. I never I did anything know like that. The the table Paul Thomas Anderson at example.com. Okay. <laughs> okay. But but Demi was like he was really good. He was really charming. I always was trying to get him to act. And you're I mean, like, is a there hobby. This, we is all there, agree? So is cute. there an alternate reality in which Paul Thomas Anderson has like a little Spike Jonesy side career well, where he's done a when, handful of supporting? When you said that, I immediately thought of Spike Jones playing yeah. the husband in Moneyball, where he right. shows up and you're like, oh, right. like, hey, so uh, yeah. what's up oh, with the baseball? But like, who do you think could get Paul Thomas Anderson? Like Demi seems to, obviously no, because he's like an like, icon. Yeah, I think Demi was the guy who could have to be one of his contemporaries. I think probably Spike could get him to do it. I think uh, Tarantino, Tarantino could get him to do it. Bud. Any of the guys yeah, he kind of yeah. came up with in his generation, yeah. maybe. But Demi was the big one. Yeah. The only actor. Demi is role. his idol. It's, I mean, yeah. it's not just yeah, like a yeah. contemporary. It's like, an right. I, it's like an icon. Right. Yes. The only acting role I can think of, if you count this, that he has done is playing the Jonathan Demi analog off camera in two episodes of Documentary well, Now. What about, which is great, but what about that he's in Minority Report but no one can find him? 
Oh, right. Apparently he's in Minority Report. There's like what? the scene where Cameron Crowe is on the train and he's looking at Tom Cruise. What? Uh, and that's, you're like, oh, that's Cameron Crowe. A cameo from a director. Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah understand we love that. This. We know that. That apparently Paul Thomas Anderson's also on that train somewhere. That's and so he's like, even I can't find myself, but I'm on there somewhere. Because there are like eight directors in Minority Report. Yeah. What a funny little thing for Spielberg to be like, I'm just throwing him in there. Yeah, toss him in. Why not? Toss him my buddies. And that's uh, not the same year, but Spielberg showing up in Vanilla Sky. Thank God. Was the weird, like, like, swap. Yeah, he's like, ah, yeah, son of a bitch, how you doing? I'm friends with Tom. You're friends with Tom. We're all friends with Tom. We all hate Vanilla Sky. I mean,. Do you like Vanilla Sky? I kind of love Vanilla Sky. I'm so so on Vanilla Sky. <laughs> you're thinking it about it. You're you're like mulling it over. Right I'm now. not that hard though. But you you is, hate it. You confidently hate it. What do they it? say about cum it. in okay. that movie? And there's a uh, scary line about. Cum. I swallowed your cum. That means something. <laughs> when you have sex, That's your like, body makes a promise. Mm. Is that when you have sex? Is that the line? Yes. yes. When, when you have, you have sex, sex, your body makes a promise. So yeah. I swallowed your cum. That means something. Yeah. She says that to Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Report, not true. Sort of, yeah, just the two of us just looking at each yeah, other yeah. like, no. Yeah, no, no, no. Look, it you, almost means less. You can argue <laughs> about whether or not it's true. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, it is my ringtone. I swallowed your cum, that means something. Yeah, Cameron uh, Diaz uh, crying. That's psychotic. Um, what I was going to say. Mm. Anne Hathaway. Mm. I, I was trying to remember what, how I got onto this. Mm. Vroom, vroom. Yeah. Oscar vehicle. Yeah. Yes. A thing I think we didn't even have perspective on at the time, but Demi seemed to tap into mm. was uh, we, we've we covered a weird amount of Anne Hathaway on the show. That's true. I took count we did last Nolan. night. This is the seventh Anne Hathaway Whoa. movie. Wait, so what apart from the, the Interstellar? Yeah. The Dark Knight Rises. Right. Yeah. The Intern. Yes, of course. Of Brokeback course. Mountain. Of course. Devil Wears Prada. Ah, uh, yes, that's right. And there's one other one I'm forgetting leading up to this is the seventh. Lay Miz. Not Les Mis. No. Um, Who's another auteur that she worked with? There's one other one I'm forgetting. There's seven. Uh, there really, there's really seven. Let's yeah. see. Let's see. Let's see. I'm not seeing a seven. We didn't do brides, bride wars. Yet. Oh, Alice in Wonderland. Thank you. Which she is it? She is. In. She's the white queen. She's, yeah. Oh yeah. She was in it, Random. and she was. She in does a lot of this. That movie just just like doesn't. You know. Yeah, no, it doesn't really hit. No. Oh, it doesn't haunt you at oh, you every know. waking moment? You are very, very lucky. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I see Alice in Wonderland when I close my eyes. I mean, it's oh, like the so residual. Sorry. Yeah, light flashes. That's too bad. Uh, the thing that stupid people throw at Hathaway as a criticism is like the drama kid thing, right? Yeah. We've Which talked like, about it. That's annoying. It's annoying and it's dumb and it's bad. That's wrong. That's also what it's makes also, you a good actress. It's also yeah. like literally like what what you're saying when they people say that is like I can see her like trying or like I can see yes. her like working exactly. and it's like acting is a job. Calm down. I like, want actresses to make it feel like they're feel, not working and they don't care and it's just sort of yeah. like luck that they're this she didn't good at feel what they do. Natural to people, yeah. I think. But I don't but really I think buy she, that. I think, I think that's she, wrong. I think that's not actually true. I think people were like. Looking at press circuit things and being yeah. like, "Oh, you're a tryhard, so now we don't like you." But right. I also will, I her also performances will say, herself for the I think uh, the best ones. Yes, I don't think she really had that rep in 2008. 
I will say. Here's what I want to say. I think she gets that rep post-2008 where people hmm. think she's looking for an Oscar. Her rep, of course, early on is that she is a Disney, Disney movies. Yes, she's in Princess Diaries. She's in Ella Enchanted. She said course. that she felt stuck after that. No right. adult director. Princess Diaries too. A royal engagement. Mm-hmm. In which they mattress serve. Yes. Yeah, it's know. an iconic scene. <laughs> right. Raven Simone. Yes. Julie yes. Andrews on the mattress. And then she starts, she does really a few. Really behind the scenes video you know, of that on DVD extras. <laughs> yes. I feel like she does Havoc. It, like in this way of being like, I am going to be in a fucking grown up movie. Right. Yeah. And like, it's the only way I can sort of like escape Disney. And it right? goes direct to video. Yeah. That thing sucks. Yeah. And then she does broke back, which she's good in, but I feel like does sort of get the, the There's least respect. There's a princessy respect. thing to it probably. And even if she gets the least respect, I think the mere fact that Ang Lee hired her gives her credibility with other directors. Yeah. Yes. And then, so then she's in Devil Wears Prada, which is a hit. Huge. Obviously, Meryl is like the big story about it, but still. And she talks about that she was like seventh choice. Everyone right. else turned right. it down. Uh, she fought really hard to get that movie. Right. Then she played Jane Austen in Becoming Jane, which is a terrible piece of oh, casting and a terrible that. movie. Yeah. yeah, so don't worry about that. Okay, that's. I feel like that's sort of like someone's idea of like a costumey Oscar I've movie. Already and, forgotten exactly. what you're talking about. And then I can't she believe did, we let her be British again after well, that. It's, really, <laughs> it's very annoying. And then in 2008, she does this, and she does Get Smart. Oh, oh get smart. I literally saw Get Smart in theaters. I also Someone saw Get Smart in the theater. boob during Get Smart. Really? Yeah. Oh, hey. Wow. Like, Iconic. or a brush? <laughs> Just a brush. A brush. No, yeah, yeah. Yeah, deliberately. Right. Isn't The Rock in that movie? Yes. 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 Yeah. Uh, I went to Get Smart as, I didn't realize this at the time, but as a third wheel to two people who wanted to hook up. Yeah. Um, it's a hook up movie. Why 45. was Get Smart the horniest movie I don't know. <laughs> Uh, 45 minutes into the movie, they left the theater, went to their parked car in the parking lot, and gave each other blowjobs. And you finished Get Smart. I I was like, (laughs) I'm going to stay here and watch it. What is there for me in the parking lot? Nothing. I'll finish Get Smart. I'll ride this out till the end. With Rachel getting married. Yeah. She's, it's a serious role. Yes. She does a great job. Because I was one, like, I got my, I got felt up during Rachel getting married. Right. Well, I, I mean, it would, be, uh, we would not have been allowed to get into. I Rachel no, I was, married. I did not no. see that in theaters. No, I saw it in theaters. Can I say one final thing about Get Smart? Sure. I didn't get felt up. Hmm? Yes, I think I saw it by myself. Do you remember that in Get Smart? Are you okay? <laughs> well, I moved to New York in 2008, and uh, that's all. Huh? What? Will you? Pump the fucking brakes. You mean, so I'm wait, done I'm sorry. with my wait a sentence. Second. I think he's trying to pump them. That's the <sighs> issue. No, I, let me just explain. What David is saying <laughs> is that he moved from Manhattan to Brooklyn in 2008. Oh, because right, he was born right, and raised okay. in New York. Oh, okay, I get it. Sorry. Right. I didn't mean to. I know he was born and raised in New York, and now he right. lives in Brooklyn. Right, right, I moved right. to Brooklyn in 2008 from London. What? Where I where I spent a lot of my adolescence. Wait, how much time did you spend in 13 London? Years. Wait, what? Yeah. It's the world's on. longest vacation. Yes. That's crazy long. Did you go to, like, secondary you, school? I did. Did you get an accent? I did. I did. Wow. But you dropped it? I When I came back, it Did you feel persecuted for it? Yes. Yes, honestly. Where really? in London did you live? Kennish Town. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it was great. Like at a hotel? They would, it, was, <laughs> it was like an extended stay? <laughs> you fucking piece of shit. It's like a Florida project thing? Was it like yeah. a youth yeah. hostel? The Kennish Town project. <laughs> Dislington? Um, Dislington. I first lived in Islington, but they quickly moved uh, to Kennish Town. Um, I was going to say something. Oh, so I just moved to New York. I didn't have a lot of friends, so I would see a lot of movies by myself, sure. including this one. You yeah. feel very British to me now. Mm. Um, now I, I am quite mm. now you see it and uh, Rachel getting married wait wait I had a point to make the mic oh. was in front of 
a chunk of his face. Oh, so now the part oh, that sure. his, the mic was covering is the British He's very part. British. You can't yeah. see this because obviously this is an audio medium, but as soon as David started revealing, I think, his truth, if I may say that, mm-hmm. about his British heritage, which he's been hiding, I think out of fear and shame, I don't want to project, this is just what I'm reading, mm-hmm. your posture changed, something shifted in you as you were able to tell the I story of burdened. your liberation, and I was able to see your face for yeah, the first time. Started sipping tea, too. Yeah, it's well, really crazy. Pulled a little My whole set is obviously the table. He's got up. one of those tall, furry hats on. Yeah. Oh, you mean like a like a member of the Royal Guard? Like, yeah. I've got that on? I All right, know. cool. They should host a podcast. The, the, those guys? The Royal Guard? Those guys who famously sure. don't speak? Yeah. <laughs> It would be, like, be like sound stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I want to talk about. <laughs> it was good as a bit and then people delved in too much. So I just want you to know. <laughs> I want to talk about Anne post this. Because I feel like sure. this when she gets her nomination, everyone's like, good job. What was the last thing you were going to say about Get Smart? Oh. Thank you. <laughs> uh, you're never going to talk about Wait, this. Thank you. It better not be about The Rock getting small or big because you've already talked no, about it. No, no, no. I've talked about that. This is a different thing I want to talk about that I don't think it's discussed enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were so on guard about the age difference uh, between Steve Steve Carell and Anne Hathaway Hathaway being creepy, even though almost every studio comedy has an age difference that insane, that they explain in the movie that she is in her (laughs) 40s, but she had surgery Mm -hmm. to look like she's in her 20s to go undercover. How many years older do you think Steve is to Anne? 20. 25. I think I think the reason that they would be so off put by that is because it's like when Leo does it, we're like Leo's hot and it doesn't matter. And when Steve Carell, it was like pre like sure, hot right. Steve Carell. Like, sure. yeah. So people need... were like, this is weird. Okay, wait. When do you think Steve Carell was at his hottest? When was he like what when was, was I think it was when he was doing press for Foxcatcher. I mm-hmm. also think it was when he was doing press for <laughs> Foxcatcher. He, he does like wear very the handsome. Well, I yeah. Agree. Can I say nice. when I think he was hottest? When? Yeah. Way way back. I never uh, saw that. Oh, movie. I like that movie. It's kind of cute. That really movie is set way way back. Way way back. They've got the their Force Majeure remake coming out next year. Yeah. Uh, Io, thank you so Why much for that. Why are they remaking that? You're welcome. I don't know. Uh, anyway, but then post this. That Here's sucks. some of the stuff she does okay. post. Rachel. Okay. Yes. Bride Wars is her media follow up. No, my hair is blue. No, it's Kate Hudson's <laughs> hair. who's blue. Oh, sorry. It's blue. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't yell, but of no. course, I- iconic moment. Uh, and then Valentine's Day. I don't mm-hmm. even remember what oh, she does in that one. Psycho. Oh, what is, is she, she crazy doing? in that one? Who, is she is, is she coupled with Patrick Dempsey in that movie? No, wait. Oh fuck! Who All else of those movies movie? blend together. I'm thinking about New Year's Eve. Yeah. Now What's the one with Halle Berry? Is that Valentine's That's Day New or Year's. is that New Year's? That's New Year's. Oh. That's New Year's because she plays Robert De Niro's nurse. Yeah. Oh. Who's married to come and oversees in the war? This straight up gave me attention headache. <laughs> okay. Let's get off Valentine's Day. Oh. Alice in Wonderland supporting. Love. Yeah. Love and other drugs. Not a good one. No. Rio, one day, you know, these are not No, one day is That's a what weird I meant. Movie. I can't believe yeah. we let her do that, that again. Movie sucks. The movie does suck. Yeah. And so I feel Rio like at this point, people are getting a little, a li- <laughs> that's when people start to get really kind of edgy about Anne when, Hathaway. When does she host the Oscars? Yeah. Uh, that would be, that's a great question. That's 2011. So yeah, that's so the year before, that's that I feel year. like her hosting the Oscars yeah. was peak because she spent like, so enough. much time trying to like make up for James Franco right. that it was right. just like her firing on all cylinders yeah. and we were like, we hate this. And yes. it was also crazy that 
that is like not even her fault, but just like the no. way that no. we. But she got tagged with it. Yeah, 100%. and that's like the it way was that like, we ha- could process things. Then. Franco's was it the move was just like, this is going to suck, so I'm just going to turn off so that I. Like, yeah, and everybody just, was like, we yeah. like that. Right. We like that right. instead. Her, what was the year when um, Hugh Jackman brought her up to sing? That's, in that's the, 08. Oh, okay. This got it. Okay. That's her rich getting like married. Kind yeah. of that's like when that people liked her. That's what I'm saying. Right. And that was also the, like, SNL was popping. They were like, we found the two. Young hot people who have done well on SNL right, this season right, as right. host. So they'll, they'll yeah. nail it. They yeah. said that. They were like, Franco and Hathaway, we hired right. them because they were good on SNL. Like, if you think about it for two seconds, you're like, those Terrible don't work insane. together. It's a weird. It's horrible. Do you remember but her then, defense was anyone would look like Tasmanian devil sharing a stage with James Franco? Yes. Right. Which I thought was such a she, cutting line. It was such a dead weight that she had to deal yeah. with. But then in 2012, she does Dark Knight Rises or whatever. <laughs> And Les Mis. She wins the Oscar. She says it came true. And then I think everyone is just sick to death of her. Yeah. And now I feel like she's rebounded. Like people are, you know, it's just hard over to it. be the type of girl who it's like your whole energy is like you had an Audrey Hepburn poster on your wall. <laughs> yes. You know it, what I mean? It came true was such like a it moment. It came true was, was, came was true. the It was like, yeah. oh, bitch, we all practice like, in our like, mirror, like, but you can't actually you can't do, do, do the it practice. Like that. You don't do the speech. Don't do the practice run. Exactly. She really thought she was having a Sally feel moment yeah. it was like it took no. her a couple years but then when she's in Interstellar and then the intern and yeah. then like Colossal yes and she's kind of the best she's thing cool about again. Ocean's she's 8 she's cool again and Colossal yes, best performance uh, she's yeah. really so good now I feel eight. like people have sort of you know gotten over all that bullshit although her 2019 like, you know, was rough Serendipity, Serendipity Hustle oh, Dark Waters yeah mm. she's actually good in Dark Waters Everyone's yeah but that's Anne Hathaway should not be playing that role that everyone in that movie I think is basically it's like a charity donation they're like oh Mark he's raising issues Sure, we'll we'll be in the movie. Like right. you know, he's this is his thing. I'm for, hopeful for 2020 for her. Well, her what 2020 she is uh, she is in Zemeckis's remake of The Witches. She's the, the lead witch, yes. uh, the Grand High Witch. I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, set in Nolens. Robert Zemeckis doing a Nolens Witches. I'm seeing mind. this film as being brought up on high crime. Oh, so you like some raw doll gumbo? <laughs> Oh God! Down she does an accent. Oh. Written by Kenya Barris. Nothing no! easier. No! No! This is fucking no! wild. Who's here, in that cast? Here, Octavia Spencer. Yes, Stanley. Too. Here, look. <laughs> <laughs> Run down the full cast. <laughs> we just gotta do this. We just gotta do Run this. Run down the full cast. No, no, no. First screenplay credits: Kenya Barris, uh-huh. Guillermo del Toro, what? Robert Zemeckis. The three. Ah, the three. The three. The, three. the big three. We really have to talk about Rachel getting married. <laughs> we do. We will. We are in a way. Cast. In a way. <laughs> Cast. Anne Hathaway. Yeah. Octavia Spencer. Stanley Tucci. Chris Rock. What? what? <laughs> this is extremely one of those movies where it's like, what are those people talking about? I don't about? know what's going on, <laughs> like, but what that's what is happening. Oh, that's coming out next year. My Thank God. God. Okay, you trying to get zooted and booted Absolutely, to see bro. What? Absolutely. It's going to come what? out. It's going to come out in the prime Rachel getting married slot right before an election. Let's wow. Go. Oh my god. Wait, are they running is it coming out in the fall? October 20th. As as an awards <laughs> and, and are they running as a as Democrat or independent? Play. Yeah. It's running under the chaos slate. Gotcha. Well, wow. That sounds great. She's supposed yeah. to do the Sesame Street movie. All right, whatever. Sure. That's gonna whatever. be that's gonna be something. I I'm assume amped. that'll be a smaller role. I'm I mean, am- no, she's the human lead. 
I know that, but the, the Sesame Street ensemble, I assume, she was just be... in Modern Love, which everyone hated. Yeah, that was just one episode, right? That's yeah, yeah, yeah. A, you do one episode. Was she right? good in the episode? No, but well, also, Olivia, you cannot prove that Modern Love exists. Mm-hmm. That's that's fair. Uh, I believe all, it was renewed for a second season. I think Modern Love is mostly subway ads. Yes, it I is. don't think it's an actual. It's direct show. subway ad. Yeah. It's direct to subway ad. Doctor Sizmore's network. Yes. <laughs> What is this more plus lunching? This is more plus, yeah. Yeah. You can you get all this original content and teeth cleaning or whatever. What did Zismore do? No, he did like peel. Yeah, he did chemical. Yeah, the fruit peel. Wait, who did? Uh, Doctor Zismore. He was like the king of the subway ad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but Rachel getting married. married. I gotta say, I love the the the, when she gets married. (laughs) I love the wet uh, the wedding. Oh, you love the like uh, uh, Rachel, and, like, Rachel. Yeah, and like the lead up to the wedding. Rachel, Rachel, Rachel. Rachel. I think the wedding is really sweet. I the wedding it's like is really adorable. lovely. Okay, let's Even get into the movie proper. It is hilarious that they're it's all like, in fucking saris yeah, and you're insane. like, oh my God, but this it's would never be allowed now. Yeah. It's just like it's what it was. It is. Um, it is. The house is gorgeous. Gorgeous and huge. The house is like What I love about the house is that you don't know how big it is, but it feels like there's like more rooms as you keep going. The backyard just keeps so so it's a house in Connecticut. They shot it in Connecticut. Did okay. they say it was Connecticut, or could I just they, tell? They mentioned Connecticut tax law. Okay. Yes, right. okay. They like, I mean, okay, hey, good. no, right. no, no, um, no income tax in Connecticut. Yeah. Welcome uh, to Connecticut. Get used to our tax law. That's my Bill Irwin. <laughs> Bill Irwin, a friend of Demi's. Yes. A friend incredible of a, in this movie. He's one Tar- the original. Tars oh. himself. He oh is Tars. Tars. Mr. Noodle's brother. Yes. Mr. Yes. Noodle. Mr. Noodle. Yes. But do when you guys he... respect and stand Tars? Is that the, that's from the, the, the robot the, from Interstellar? The, the, he's inside. The, that oh my god! Wait, he's Tars. He is Tars. That's great. Bill Physically is giving that performance on set. Absolute. Really? Giver. Yep. Yes. Oh well, he then we love that. We stand doing all the things. Well, if he's a clown. Yes. Yes. He's a little clown. He's a tall clown. He's a tall clown. Yeah, I really want to see him live. I saw him live once. Can I throw out a big brag? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, he did a show with David <laughs> Schreiner. Really excited. Old hat. <laughs> You're talking about old hat. I'm talking about Full Moon. Oh, it's okay. Full Moon. Well, he also did a show with David Schreiner called Old Hat. Okay, but this one was called Full. Yes, Moon. no, I know. We all know. And I went to see it on Broadway when I was four years old, mm-hmm. and they brought me on stage. Oh, there was a My bit where they picked a kid. Age. Yeah. And would bring them on stage and put a hat on their head or something. I Aww. did. It. I did it. An old hat. I so I have a Broadway credit. Um, one yeah. time I went to a Sinbad show with my parents and he did crowd work with me. What? So what did he say? Did he ask you where you were from or anything like that? Or? <laughs> yeah, he asked me where I was from. What did I do? What was my hobbies? If I had any questions or problems, and oh, then wow. I told him, and then he solved it, and then he solved it in a very funny way. Really? Yes. That's why that guy's a fucking pro. I said my dad wouldn't let me play sports because he thinks. I'm oh, a girl and I shouldn't play sports. sports yeah. And he gave a really funny and he gave a really funny answer. What was his answer? Let's talk about Rachel getting married. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> the plot of Rachel getting married is that Rachel, yes. played by Rosemary DeWitt, yeah. is getting married. But you start out with Sebastian Stan. You do start out with Sebastian Stan. He's, he wants a Zippo lighter. All he wants and is then, a Zippo And then Hathaway like, fucked that nurse. Is that the implication? I, that's that's what how it I read it. Because like, yeah. right? yeah. the nurse is like, it was a mistake. Yeah, it like, was a one-time and, thing. And I never got your number. And she's yeah. like, no, 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 no. But, and then there's also, Griffin, if you give me there's your hand. Hands. Okay. She there's does this sort work. of like, Kim... Good luck. No, I just need one hand. Okay. <laughs> you know, but you know what I'm talking about? She does yeah. this sort of pat on the hand where Good you're like, oh, kind of intimate. The way yeah. you did it to me right now felt Wasn't more that? disciplinary. Should, I, should, I, should, I, should you do it to me? Do it to me. 
Good luck to you, Kim. See, that's yeah. what friendship no. looks like, David. Good luck to you. Yeah. That's what it looks like. And there's like a gentle like. sort of thumb swipe. There's like a thumb moment. Like than I am. I'm yeah. a bad performer. Yeah. There's some good hand stuff in this movie. There's also the part where they're cutting the cake yes. and the mom puts her the hand pull away. on Rachel. The pull away. And it's like very sweet, but then she pulls away so quick. Um, so Kim is in rehab. Yeah. Played by Anne Hathaway. She's going... You know, she's getting released for this wedding. Tars is going to pick her up. Tars goes to pick her up. He turns With, into like a little asterisk and he yes. rolls so down the road. Anna DeVere Smith. Yes. <laughs> Which is crazy. Yeah. This also was a movie where I, the whole time I was like, what does Jonathan Demi listen to? Yeah. He goes to two concerts yeah. a week. He goes to some bar that has like world music like, night yes. or whatever. And an you know, actual like patron of the art. Yeah. He is. Yeah. He, yes. he was a Haitian art collector. Yes. He was. Okay. He was we have to talk about it. <laughs> and you watch like this movie and you're like, okay, you have like emerging Broadway people, yes. established yes. people. Yes. Anna, Annalie Ashford in yeah. the Ireland. That line is so good because you're immediately like, what did this girl do? And you're also like, oh right, 2008. It was still a time where you could like wake up at 3 a.m. on your couch and Cops was playing on the TV and that was just society. But you have like Marin Ireland at the wedding. Yes. Uh, uh, There's another big Broadway person who has like popped since then who I am. Bernadette Peters. Forgetting. (laughs) Hal Sparks is in the 12th step. uh, Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, But then you have like Fab Five Freddy. Yes. You so have an American Idol season one contestant yes, whose name I'm forgetting. Um, Tamara Gray. Yes. Yeah. Oh, she plays. She's uh, a singer. She's a singer. Gray, no, yeah, she's yeah, a sister. She's the girl singer. who like sings. Uh, um, Roger Corman. Roger Corman's among the audience. That's we true. already said Tinder, but he's the lead singer yes. on TV yes. on the radio, yes. and he's just which, there. which is at its height. I it feel is. like you know, they're the coolest. Yes. And he's like still cartooning and shit. He's cool. He had been in this British movie called Jump Tomorrow, which he's really good in. He had acted before. He's he's very. You know, charming on screen. He had also been, do you know this, an animator on Celebrity Deathmatch. Oh. I know that huh. his wife was a part of the animation studio. The pizza. Um, yeah. Not Pizza Island. No, Pizza Island. Pizza Island, yes. Yeah. And that, With Kate like, Beaton and Julia Wurtz. And uh, Lisa, Lisa Hanawalt. Oh, Pizza Island. Lisa Hanawalt. Yeah. Mer- Meredith Grand, cool. Octopus Pie. So we're just living in a really time. cool universe right now. Yeah. Right. Everyone's cool. Demi like knows cool people and he has good taste. And this movie to some degree feels like an excuse to just yeah. be like, I will pay to bring everyone here and see what happens. Bomb ass yeah. house in Connecticut. But in doing that, this is the only movie I have ever seen that actually feels like being at a wedding. Yes. Yeah. Mm, yes. Especially if sure. it's like a sort of one location wedding where there's like a lot of, you know, chaos and yeah. Yeah. all times. And, and yeah. the energy of that, because no one is just like a background actor in this. Yeah. The right. people who are in the background are like, is that the person from that band or that novelist? Yes. Right. Oh, the guy who plays the guy also. What's his name? Matthew Zickel. Matthew Zickel. Yeah. 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 That guy. He's yeah. Like, he's just. He is that guy. Well, back back then, I feel like he was in a lot of ads. He was, you know, yeah. he, he was like around. Uh, I, I he feel was like, like a state adjacent guy. Yes. He was yes, one of those like dramatic and, actors that yeah. the state members would use a lot. In their show. Because he has like a voice. He's got like a sort of commanding, sounding voice. He could do a lot of voiceover stuff. And he's he looks kind of like a cartoon version of a handsome person. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. He's very handsome, but he has that sort of like overly perfect yeah. macho vibe. Uh, so she, yeah, exactly. Kim gets to this thing, immediately sleeps with the best man, played Kim by Mathers. With a Y. Yes, yes. Kim, Kim yes. with a Y. Ben is adjusting my microphone. Uh, Kim with a Y uh, immediately bangs the 
best man and is like, ha isn't it funny? The well, maid of honor and the best man. Well, because they see each other at right. AA, right? Yeah. Yes. And she like comes in and she like knocks over all those yes. chairs. Yes. Which is a fun little like character trait. Where really good. Like, oh. A clot. Yeah. And she's a great physical comedian. She's very mm. funny. Very good. Um, but but then she learns she's not the not maid, the of, maid honor. of honor. I just liked that. I just liked that where she's like, obviously I'm the maid of honor, and, and he's like, the, she has to like sleep with the the uh, fucking geez, best man to, for him to yeah. be like, oh, I think it's like this random. The cool lady. thing about this movie is that every scene, uh, there's no scene where there isn't like a crazy conflict. That's yeah. true. Like every That's every true. single scene, there's like a problem. Well, except for like, the sweetest scene in the movie at the end, basically. Oh. Yes. But that's 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 why that scene yeah. feels so powerful. But ev- finally the tension is yeah. gone. Every scene up until then it's like there's always a bomb under the table. Right. Even, right. 100%. Yeah. Like I, and I'm you're thinking like, about like the plates the the yes. dishwasher well, scene which is so good. So good. So funny. So engaging. And then you're it's like, just like so in it and then just like the air gets cut sucked out just of the room. That scene is perfectly. I mean Bill Irwin should have been Oscar nominated. Do you know that he when won? When he cries on the couch, I oh. love him. Uh, Bill Irwin <sighs> won Best Supporting Actor uh, from the uh, AARP Gr- uh, Movies for Grown Ups Award. Did he? Good for him. Yeah. Let's see. Let's find out who he beat. That's right. We're going deep, my friend. Yes, he did. <laughs> Winger was also nominated, but she did not win. She is also extraordinary in this She's one. great. Yeah. Um, Bill Irwin is 69. He could absolutely still get it. Oh, he yeah. beat. Yeah. Oh my God! What a what a group! Absolutely. Pierce Brosnan for Mamma Mia. Okay. Okay. Bert Malkovich for Burn After Reading. Pierce they okay. put in as supporting rather than lead. Yeah, he's supporting. The, the men are supporting. All the men are supporting. They all have one song, and they all like come and in. Pierce and Pierce is bad at his song too. Oh Terrible. my God! It's one of the <laughs> most. It's, it is one so of the most bad. compelling and incredible it's, moments in cinema. Yeah. Watching him try. I have truly yet to it's see incredible. a karaoke performance worse than Pierce it's, Brosnan and Mamma Mia. So it's bad, incredible. and he's but like he's on having, the boat, and he's having so much fun. He's having the best time. He's so having the best time. It's so different from like Russell Crowe and Les Mis, yes. where it's like this seems miserable and right. bad. And right. like, seems Pierce upset. Brosnan is like joyous. Brosnan's like I'm just gonna go for it. Yeah. yeah. Bill Murray for City of Ember. Whoa. Wow. Dennis Quaid for The Express. Also, not Ooh. a movie for grown-ups. No, that's Ember. a movie based on a, a, a young adult. That's very much for children. Got an ARP Movies for Grown-ups nomination. Weird. He's just a grown-up in a movie. Yeah. yeah. Movies with grown-ups. The funniest, <laughs> the funniest <laughs> thing is that Best Supporting it's Actress that year was a tie. What? Christine Baranski and Julie Walters for Mamma Mia. Good, <laughs> yeah. Cheers. So like, we can't yeah. choose. Cheers. That's great. <laughs> well, there you go. So that's who beat Deborah Winger. Sure. Yeah. So Kim with a Y. Oh, and also the winner of Best Movie for Grownups Who Refuse to Grow Up, Iron uh, Man. Oh, different era. And thus we were cursed. Yep. Uh, Kim with a Y, who who one could argue was kind of uh, cursed herself by being given that Kim name. With Kim with a Y. Yes. It's tough. Um, I like Kim that there's two Y's. It's a, it's a, it's oh. toxic. I love that there's the throwaway line about her being on the cover of Seventeen magazine because of the lilac sweater. Yeah, which it it doesn't seem like she was a model ever. No, was it that because okay, if the dad was a music exec, was it that she had like like a brief like pop? Yeah, it seems like that. But what does she say? She says she was like they paid me and I was like high or something. Yeah, and it's like what does Rachel do? Do we know? She's She's a a therapist. She's She's studying to be a therapist. She's getting her PhD. She's getting her PhD. As Bill Irwin points out during that. I've decided that I think that it's like pop that she did music because I thought it was like a Disney thing. I think she was just a model. I think so too. You think she was a model? I knew a weird amount of people who just got, I grew up in New York. (laughs) 
But I knew oh, a weird God, amount of people. Everyone grows up in New York. And like seven on seventeen, you used to be able to just be a model. It wasn't like celebrity. You had to be focused. Something. And and they would just like have people roaming the streets looking for teenagers. Oh as no, creepy yeah. as that yeah. sounds. No, no, no. To Being like, like you have a fresh look. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like the whole Chloe Sevigny thing. Right, and most of them develop drug problems. Yes. Like I mean, they fit this. I I know so many people like this character. Who had that as part of like, oh, and weirdly, I was once profiled in like Seventeen magazine. That wasn't what I did. I never did yeah. that again. And then you're just like an adult who says that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So then early on, after sleeping with Mather Zickel and then having a little confrontation over who gets to be the maid of honor, mm-hmm. I love the lady, the totally random lady who plays the, the friend. So okay. Because she's just kind of a pain. Yeah. I'm like Wait, weirdly Emma? on Kim's yeah. side. Yes. Yeah. I loved Emma though by the end. I know. At the end, I the like the last shot. shot of her. It's great. Right, right. And um, also, such a specific wedding thing. If you're part of the wedding and right, you stay at the like, house, and you're just like, oh, and then you just yeah. see someone the next morning being like, <laughs> like running trash. Well, yeah. So they've like, been the most made up they, yeah. they will right. ever be in their lives. And it's like, yeah. you, you just sort of like, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, I'm making no effort gone. for the next week. All right. the fights and everything, though, too, it's like they are all stuck in this house. So it's like they can't even, like, there's like, the be most they can do is like go on the porch and yeah. smoke a cigarette yeah. or whatever. Right. But then there's the big first big set piece is the rehearsal dinner is the toast. Oh my God. Yeah. That's the first kind so of like good. what's actually yeah. going on here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Like yes. how intense is this? And it's so good because the whole time, all, one, all of those speeches sound so real. Oh, they yes. all sound so real. And the, the also uncle, the whole, t- like the old uncle yeah. who does like the funny speech. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They and all the are ups and downs. Like, only being the big troll is line. pure and Sydney yeah. is simple. simple. Right, right, it's right. like the exact kind of wedding joke, wedding speech joke that actually happens. Yeah. The exact yes. type of laughter. If you Googled like toasts to yeah. give it, you'd probably get stuff like that. When but, the sister gets up and goes, yep, it's the princess. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. And everyone just like laughs, laughs like, recognition. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's such a, an honest moment, but it's also the thing that totally dooms Kim. Is yeah. Kim right. is like, oh, I could just do that. Yeah. I can own what everyone thinks oh, I am. God. And the whole time, none of her jokes work. She's no, like, step ball change, step ball change. So, still waiting for the change. And it's like, oh. But what I love, love, one of the many things I love about this movie mm-hmm. is that that could be in a more dramatic or more silly movie. Some big fucking thing. Yeah. And then it's, and instead it's like it happens and everyone's like, okay. Yeah. And you move on. And they go back, there are three more speeches. Exactly. Exactly. Everyone's just like, all right, well, that was the, that was the weird speech. The thing she does so well, and this is the reason why I think Hathaway is so incredibly good and it's such a smart use of her in this, is it's someone who is trying to perform well for everybody. Mm who is like trying to exert an Anne Hathaway level of control on her surroundings and how people perceive mm-hmm. her, except she is totally failing. Right. Yeah. So you get the like Anne Hathaway, like perfect poised yes. kind of yes. thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. except it's wrong. Like her right. characterization is And she's not reading wrong. the room. Right. And then when she falls apart, it's devastating. But she'll do this thing in the speech where she like makes a quote unquote joke and then she takes a breath because she thinks there's going to be a laugh yeah. and this is a place it's for so her to like catch it. Well, by the oh, it middle, hurts. like the last half of the speech, also then she just starts laughing at her own jokes, yeah. which is like so brutal to watch. Oh, it's so good. But I just love that this, this is this is sort of what I'm trying to say. It's like, this is a movie about 
an addict who crashes her sister's wedding. Yeah. And she, one, does not ruin the wedding, and two, does not relapse, which are the two most yeah. obvious That's screenwriting things, things yeah. you yeah. would do. Yeah, right? when at the, like, not to jump ahead, but when she's, jump like, driving, when she's, like, driving right, at right. the end, and you're, like, oh, like, any other movie would be, like, she's, she's gonna go drunk, by drugs, she's, yeah. she's gonna do she's things. Gonna, exactly. And it's, like, no, she's literally just distraught. She right. literally like, wants to die. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I also think, like, this is one of the best movies I have ever seen Period. Yeah. It's so good. So. Uh, it's definitely one of the best movies of its decade. Um, wow. wow. I, I think it's probably in my 10 for wow. the uh, 2000s. So it's your number one of 08? Well, you know, three, two of my all time bangers are in 08. Is Synecdoche the other one? And Wally. Yeah, those are good. Those are good. Those are good movies. Those, those are, are Hall of decade. Famers for me. This would be my number three, but I maybe have three movies from 2008 in my top 10 of the 2000s. Whoa. Oh, it's a good year. Oh, it's a good year. It's a gorgeous year. It's a beautiful year. I saw well, Doubt and I was like, oh, I love movies. You were in. <laughs> I love that movies. Was the yeah, there's Doubt point. right down there on the bottom of my list. Oh, literally no. third to last? Yeah, third to last. That makes sense. This yeah. list is wild. Your bottom six is Twilight, Happening, Hulk, Doubt, Reader, Revolutionary Road. Yeah. And I like Twilight. Twilight's Twilight a good movie. is a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, it's, it's imperfect, but you know, it's yeah. some fun to be had there. Uh, but I was the top say. is good. It's a t- good top. Synecdoche, Happy Go Lucky, Dark Knight, Speed Racer, Rachel Getting Married is your top five. Yeah. <laughs> ben is losing it. <laughs> oh, Ben's used to this shit. Yeah. Are you kidding me? He's been stuck with us for five years. Yeah, I, I'm at that point in the episode. Great, that's great. Yeah, but I'm with it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, ben, yes. do you like Rachel Getting Married? Did you watch? Uh, no. Well, it's <laughs> very obvious you didn't watch because if you'd watched, I think you'd have a lot. You would <laughs> love it because this is about a scumbum. I know. I just I've been. Ben's busy. very hungover. He's been very busy. Yes. But I love weddings, and I love You would love this wedding, I think. You would. It's a real kooky wedding. The only thing she does out of the wedding (laughs) stereotype songbook is get laid. She doesn't ruin the wedding. But she she also gets laid in the beginning, and it's like a huge— It's never a problem. And like the romance isn't like some big overarching thing. There's not some love triangle that plays out or whatever. There's no real problem with the wedding. Exactly. I mean, she wants to wear gray instead of lilac. I guess that's her big disruption. She ultimately fucks up her hair. Yeah, she fucks up her hair. But she fixes it with the side part. Barely. I know. She does highlight. I watched all the deleted scenes, which unsurprisingly are there's like, a lot of them. There's another assume. five minutes of speeches. Right. There's like every person who's in Al-Anon has their own sure. individual Story. testimony. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Uh, where like there's one of the Al-Anon meetings, there's a guy sitting behind her who looks like Fat Elvis. He's like a big guy with like, sideburns and a pompadour. Huh. Okay. Um, and in the movie, you're like, oh, what an interesting face. Like Demi just like collecting interesting people. And then he's got a deleted scene that's devastating wow. about uh, him serving in uh, Vietnam. Oh my God. And getting addicted uh, to combat, combat the pain because that's what they gave him. Um, anyway, anyway, anyway. Yeah. The thing I was going to say is there's a lot more Mather Zickle romance stuff that uh, I think they sure, wisely sure, sure, cut right, out right. Yeah. where there are more scenes of them connecting or like kissing yeah. where I it feels like that's more of a thread. And I love that. You get them sleeping almost <laughs> immediately together. Yeah. At the very end, you have this nice that note sweet of like, little kiss. Yeah. Oh, maybe they'll yeah. stay in touch. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Right. And in the middle, it's a lot of just her paranoia every time he talks to another yeah. woman. 
and right. they're not really. But then he like, really... he, like brings her the plate of food yeah. at the reception. Well, also like when they all dance together in the living room, and he like kind of goes around. Yeah, her. it's sweet. Sweet. You know what he reminds me of? He reminds me of Luke Kirby and Take This Waltz. He's yes. got some he has Kirby that kind energy. of like yes. Kurt Luke Kirby energy. Yeah. Famously yeah, 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 one of my yeah, yeah, favorite yeah. performances. Yeah. Yes, by a man ever. Yeah. Movie Waltz. Great it's movie. It's so good. Luke Kirby is so good at that movie. You know Luke, Kirby? Luke Kirby sends me Dreamland. He's what? All right, fine. Nobody He's so got dreamy. When he oh, when they get oh oh like someone on the Kirby, someone listening Nintendo will like Kirby. Kirby. Thank you. Okay. Oh. Oh, it's like the little guy who's yeah, high five. Don't high five him. When when Luke Kirby tells yeah. Michelle Williams how he would fuck her in that movie, no, it's, it's one of the great yeah. great pieces of cinema. Yes. Uh Sir Solomon's my I think my best supporting actress winner that year. Oh, she's so good. She's, movie. she's incredible. She's very good in that movie. Very good in twelve, maybe. Uh, yeah. That's all I'm trying to do. But that's what that's, as a comedian oh, show to, up and to take this wall to yeah. hit my little scene. Everybody's yeah. like, wait a minute, are you Knock kind of okay at acting? Yeah. Would you, would you show like, Bush? Peace. Yeah, Sarah she's, she's Bush full in frontal in that yeah, one. Yeah, Bush. Cool. But it's like a, a nice mundane. It's like they're like uh, showering. Gym it's scene. Like, right, exactly. yeah. Right, yeah. Mine is gonna be like nasty, <laughs> <laughs> like filthy amounts. People are gonna be like, Jesus! Like, oh my this god! This isn't even erotic anymore. <laughs> this is just a shot of the bush just twirling to the floor at this point. What the absolute hell? Um. I'm at the Independent Spirit Awards. I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs> they want you to think it was a fucking Merkin. Guess what, bitch? I grew it out. Mm. <laughs> Uh, the the thing I love about this movie uh, is that I, I feel like it gets at how difficult it is to coexist with uh, someone in this kind of state. Mm. That weird, like, someone who is this innately frustrating mm. and maddening to be around, who you can't help but have sort of basic sympathy for, yeah. who you want to show empathy for and be supportive of, but that really tricky line of like, how much are you indulging them? How much are you helping them, supporting them? How much can you fucking tolerate before you have yeah. to draw a Especially line? if you spent years being tolerate. like, I yeah. have been yeah. here, I have tried. Right. And, and the so oscillations. It's in that world, though. I don't know, it's just like also such a specific type of person that like, it, I'm not re- like I'm not. I don't really know many people like this, but you know, it's like they're they're clearly wealthy and educated, and like they have like certain like customs and like rituals with each mm-hmm. other as a family. But there's like so much just like trauma and mm-hmm. damage that's yeah. in the the blood of their family, like that's in the right. marrow right. of it right. that you can't escape, even when things are which, at their best. Which well, Bill Irwin plays so well. That's sort of like. He's always trying to be like, well, no, it's fine, and you know, let's not worry about it. Like he's always trying mm-hmm. to revert to like peacemaker mode yeah. at the slightest provocation. Well, that's why I mean that dishwashing scene is so heartbreak because that's the thing. It's yeah. like seeing that acting so until that yes. point. It's so it's so fun, fun and, and so everyone's yelling, and the band is right. playing like a jaunty thing. Yeah, and it's just like well, even in the house, they don't really have that many memories of Ethan. Yeah. Right. Like no. they just have the plate, and I think like one baby picture. Right, yeah. there's a baby picture of Anne Hathaway's little brother. Oh, it's her oh. real little brother. Which is kind of wild. Yeah. Oh, she cried. Oh, but she cried, cried. <laughs> right, right, right. There's so much restraint in all of those, like, quote-unquote, big scenes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where you go, like, in 99 out of 100 versions of this movie, Bill Irwin would, like, throw the plate on the ground 
and start heaving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And right, instead, right, right. he would even just like say more, something. Right. He just yeah. doesn't say anything. The, he just uh, walks he away. So the thing that's so heartbreaking, there's a tiny moment where oh. he sees the plate. They're all cheering him. They announce yeah. that he's won. He's looking at the plate and he realizes he has to keep up appearances. Right. And he smiles. Right. And he smiles oh. to be like, right. yeah, I did it. Right. And then puts the plate down and walks away. Oh, and then Sydney like rubs Kim's shoulder, that like sweet little moment where so she's mean. like, she's like, I fucked this up yeah. so bad. And he's like, yeah. It's this Demi like, thing where like he wants to keep tabs on the thread of how every single person is affected by right. every single interaction where there's the scene where they go to the hair salon I know we're just jumping all yeah. around but this movie is like that, that, I wanted to bring yeah. that up that's the next big conflict it's yes. pre-dishwasher scene but that, this is the same actor who plays uh, the guy who propositions Denzel Washington in Philadelphia? Yes, that's right. Another. In the, in the, oh my uh, God! Wait, in this guy is an icon. And here's the thing: I was like, "Who is this fucking guy?" Oh my God! Looked him up, realized he's a guy in Philadelphia. Another incredible one-scene performance. One scene yes. performance. Where, yeah. His fucking yeah. background is he was a PA on two Demi movies. Oh my God! He was a PA on Silence of the Lambs and I think one other. What a hero! Maybe Philadelphia. Demi gives him the scene in Philadelphia. And continues wow. to cast him. He's had an illustrious career, oh, a working wow. actor for the last Don't twenty. Demi seems plus. just like the uh, the best man. Yeah. His name, he I believe, is Andre Andre B. Blake. Yes, and yeah. uh, he's also he was in yeah he's mentoring Canada. Because I remember the first time I saw Philadelphia, I was like, okay, wait, kind of hot. And yeah. he worked on it's just Silence of the Lambs uh, is the only Demi he worked on. He also worked on Boomerang. Oh, gotcha. Mm. Sure. But yes, his first credit of any kind is PA on Silence of the Lambs. Yes. Then he gets a fucking showcase scene as an actor in Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Yep. Yep. So good. He's... So good. I'm like getting so good goosebumps in, thinking in about it. It's, it's a goosebumps yeah. scene. Like and it just, and the half movie the way just plays hits. it so well too well, the, where the, she so wants him to stop the talking. The staging yeah. of it oh. also. Where you can see Rosemary DeWitt behind yes. her. Yes. And Rosemary like, oh. DeWitt, another robbed of an Oscar nomination. She's incredible in this movie. Right? She uh, is yes. so good in this she movie. She won so many critics awards. I was looking she it was, up. Yeah, yeah. She was it's very kind of crazy. She got like the titular character. She's the titular role. And it is Rachel and she's getting married. Yes. Which this Rachel film we do need to acknowledge. In our DM, I will say neither of you laughed at my joke, <laughs> um, which kind of hurt my feelings. I thought, I thought it was okay. It I'm sorry. I was not in the DM. So which I feel was, really the DM was right Griffin sent us all the information and was yeah. like, and watch the movie. And Io said, what if I watched Margot at the wedding instead? I mean, that'd be funny. And then you uh, posted after that, just for me, I guess. <laughs> because I was hurt. <laughs> I looked at it last night kind of late and I was like, I can make a Muriel's wedding joke at this moment. No. I, I was trying to write my own joke and I didn't come up with one that I thought was good enough. That's the issue? Yeah. I Do you just... want me to jive in right now and send you a ha 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 ha? An LOL. I'll give you an LOL. Ha-ha's I'm going cold. in right now. I'll give you the. All right, okay. Guys. I'll give on, you a hee hee. All right. Jesus Christ. Um, but what I was going to say is this I'm whole. Sorry, but my feelings were hurt, David. What do you want from me? I wasn't me? even on the DM, so I'm I'm the loser here. Well, maybe I didn't you even get to not one. laugh at the joke. Uh, huh. Huh. I didn't even see the maybe freaking movie. Maybe I would have laughed. I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> oh, my God. What I was going what a to silly say. bunch we are. <laughs> yes. And it's such a demi touch. But Anne Hathaway, this like fucking nails on chalkboard scene that mm. won't end. Right. Yeah. He's right. trying to like and you connect know, and you so know, badly. Yes. And yeah. he thinks he's the big scene in the movie. 
He's sure, like, right. this is the Oscar scene where he's saying to her, her like, movie. You don't understand how you changed my life. Yeah, you know? right. And it's, 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 it's the waiter right. coming up to Patricia Arquette yes. exactly. in, in yes. Boyhood, yes. being exactly. like, "You gave me this." He life. thinks right. he's giving her the Oscar yeah. nom that right. he's alley ooping her to give the best scene in the movie, <laughs> and she's like, "Please stop!" And she's like, "Jesus Christ!" <laughs> he's sabotaging oh, no. it. Right. And when she, when when Rosemary Dewitt, when Rachel gets up. And runs out. It's and so hair real also still, because it's like, like she's yeah. not just shutting him down. Like she's doing that thing when you're in horrible, awkward conversation and you're like, okay, I'm going to look at you right. and yeah. we're going to make eye gonna, contact and, you are and we're going to stop this, talking. Right? Yeah. We're going to finish this. God. And also that at first she can't even remember who he yeah. is. She doesn't she remember which. She yeah, she's like, which rehab are she's you from? She's a liar. Like, like also. But yeah. Rachel gets up and runs out. Kim follows her. And then Demi stays on him for like a second. Yes. Yeah. And it's this thing that most directors wouldn't do, which is give you a moment of this guy trying to process what just happened. Because mm-hmm. in his mind, he is, of course, just telling her the greatest thing, which is, you don't know how much you've helped me. I've been sober since I last saw you. My like, life is going great. What did I just do? Why is everyone sad? Why is everyone leaving before their hair is finished? And the fact that he lingers on the dude for a second right. is just like, everyone in this movie matters. Mm-hmm. No one is like a character. Everyone in the background feels like they have their own life and their own experiences and their own journeys that they're going through. Like it is this movie that just feels like he has created an ecosystem. Yeah. And there is like this very like sort of like rot drama at the center of it. But it is not uh, all consuming. Nobody's a throwaway. No. And like you compare it to uh, Manchester by the Sea, mm-hmm. you know, which is a movie that similarly has at its center this like unimaginable tragedy. This thing where you're just like, how do you fucking recover from that? Mm -hmm. And this is just like, in this movie, that is just one of the things nestled at the center. And everything else going around it is as valid. Mm -hmm. And the scene where she confesses to uh, uh, killing Ethan at Al-Anon is like, 30 to 40 minutes into the movie. Yeah. They don't save it to the end. Mm-hmm. And there's so much restraint in that, like, of course, she is going to get emotional anytime she tells this story. Yes. But Hathaway so wisely plays it like, this is the 800th time yeah. she's told right. this story. She has had to tell this story. She can't stop yes. telling it. Right. You know, the tears come out, but she's not, like, bawling. No. She doesn't think she's, It's not a like, secret. Right. Everyone knows. Yeah, because he also like. I mean, they, they, they don't know. Up but until like, then, like they reference Ethan. Yes. They're yeah. like, yeah. they're like, oh, like they, there's that part before the speeches where they're like, and our little buddy Ethan is like watching over right. us, and you're like, wait, I a wish minute. Ethan was yeah. here. Yeah, yeah, I wish Ethan was here. Even like I'm thinking about the Bosha character, like the glasses guy. Yeah. When um Kim first comes into the house, and he's like. Oh, I thought I saw a ghost. Like where yeah. he's just like, it's like, oh, right. Like she's this presence in everyone's lives that we know. And there's the story that everyone knows the details of. Right. Emma knows the details. Yeah. Like Sydney knows the details. Sydney's family probably knows the details. Yes, so they're not like course, hugely freaking out no. even when she's acting weirdly because they're like, right. He's told us that this family is fucked up. Yeah. You would be warned in this family like, hey, there's a sister who's an addict who is like manic depressive, <laughs> mm-hmm. who has like, you know, it, it causes a lot of drama. Yeah. Right. But then uh, to top that off, also, here's the unspeakable tragedy mm-hmm. that was caused by her, yeah. which none of us have gotten over, no. and which she has only further propelled her self destructive behavior. Right. Um, but, but, but he, like, almost the entire monologue is delivered in like one shot without cuts in profile. Sure. Mm-hmm. And you see Mather Zicker. Zickle. Mather Zickle. Mather Zickle. Mather Zickle. You see him over her shoulder 
and you watch him like doing his like good sympathetic face. Mm -hmm. You know, like the I'm here for you. Like we're all supporting each other. We have each other's backs. And then there's the turning point in the story where it's like, oh, this has gotten that bleak. Right. Where everyone in the room suddenly starts like questioning whether they want to judge her or not. Right. Mm -hmm. right. Where it's like, wait, is this a point yeah. this story of no is so return? Fucked up. Right. And yeah. then her story becomes about that. Right. Like, I will never forgive myself. I don't know how to forgive myself. I don't know how to be a person. There's no way I will ever feel like I deserve to be alive. Right. I cannot believe in God anymore mm -hmm. because I don't want to believe that God would do that. It's so fucked up. And then that God would also forgive me at any yeah. point. Right. I don't want to believe in a God who could forgive me because I will never forgive myself. Mm -hmm. What does she say at the end? She's like, you can find God or you can come here. Yep. Or yeah. Something like that. It's like, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, And just so like it is the most off the cuff way you could ever play a scene of that weight. Right. Because right. Mm. Right. usually in movies where like there is like a dead child we don't talk about. It's yeah. like the reveal of it is so like. Uh, like Gravity. it's so yeah it comes like, in the middle of a fight and yeah. it's like what do you say it yeah and this is just so I wish like, Ethan was yeah. still alive instead of you everyone talks right what if Robert Patrick showed up and said wrong kid died I mean it would in this work. movie it'd be funny it would fit yeah uh, same year this movie and that scene with Deborah Winger is so heartbreaking yes. so oh good my God. Well, when she shows up the opposite at the... where she's locked it all yeah away. right right and the way that she's choosing to process yes. and live her life, she's constantly right. leaving. She's yes. like, you know. Yeah. I love that her husband like never speaks. Yeah. Her husband never speaks. does not And say also, a even word. when she's like, well, you know how helpless he is, so right, I have right, to go right. help him. And that's right, why right. I'm leaving. And he's just like, eh? I mean, one of the best things about this movie is that that's not resolved. Yeah. yeah. She just leaves. It sucks. She doesn't oh, want to resolve it. And yeah. it's so sad. Like when Rosemary DeWitt sees her and yes. she's like, oh, we were just going to slip out. And she's, you can make she's a like, fuss. what? Yeah. It's like, it's so sad. And Rosemary DeWitt plays it so well where yes. she's like, I want my mother and my sister. And they have that like horrible yes. hug. Yes. That yes. also you don't see Rosemary DeWitt's face for. No. Yeah, you I, just see Anne yeah. and Deborah. Which and I like, love. They're like two inches away from each other, working as hard as they can to not make eye contact yeah. because they got in a fist fight 12 hours ago. Oh, and earlier. she really punches yeah. her. Yeah. Yeah. It is nuts. Incredible. Well, because, I mean, there's that that underlying emotion where she's like, please don't stir up this memory. Right. Don't talk about yeah. it. Beyond the blame, I right, don't right. have but, the space to process it. But, My yes. thing is not processing it. You're making me process it. I'm going to punch you. Right. Yeah. yeah. She can't handle it, so she just literally goes, yeah. you know, postal. I mean, she just goes crazy. So, like, and also Kim her is, daughter's like, what were you thinking? Yeah, Kim is, making, an Kim is making a good point. Yeah, exactly. She's like, why would you, you, you know I was, I was a drug up. addict. Right. Why would you leave your child that with me? That sentence is heartbreaking. Also, right. when Deborah Winger says, well, you were the best you were, were best when you were with him. And it's just like, yeah. it's like both of these, it's one of those arguments that's so well written where it's like both sides you're yes. kind of get. Yeah. And you're no like, one no an one, this is not a resolvable thing. Right, the root of like all of the drama in this movie is that she was such an issue throughout every point in her life right. that she sucked up all the oxygen in yes. the room yes. where everything was prioritized around her mm -hmm. so that so she's going from to Deborah Winger's vantage wedding. point yes, she's yes. like it would probably be better to leave her with Ethan because it might make her step up to the plate a little bit more but like and is, again, is putting that above Ethan's this is so heartbreaking sorry to just like imagine like just you're raising a child you know and it's like this, this is the only time I see the thing that I thought that I recognized sure. yeah. in you. Yeah. But like inadvertently, you know, there's 
also things that you're probably avoiding with her own issues yes. and like putting her in this situation where it's right and it's know. like it's like the two people who probably blame themselves the most right. for this child but death there is, is just like, I just I just feel like there is a bad version of this movie yeah. where that discussion yeah. ends with her being like I know like it was my fault too and I'm sorry like where, yeah. it, where right. it, it comes to a head and she shouts something that's sort of like what you're saying right like where it's like something dramatic and, and punchy right and instead she's just like just stop talking about it and she cold talks her. her daughter yeah. in the face like right. she cuts it off two sentences into right. what would be that scene. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but you have these four people where it's like a case study in how you can process trauma mm. where Rosemary DeWitt is like, I'm going to intellectualize this. I'm yeah. going to understand how right. the community works. I'm going to approach it yes. academically. I'm, I'm going to make right. it my, my business. I'm going to learn how to help other people. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. going to completely handle this. Also right. move to Hawaii. Hey. Yes. <laughs> Which, you know. And also marry a total cool uh, hottie. Yeah. Yes. And like hanging out with his cool family. Right. Like, have like bear his child. Yeah. <laughs> right. Which is going to be a beautiful child. With a beautiful, gorgeous, gorgeous baby. With yeah. a gorgeous long face. And an incredible <laughs> nose. Just the most insane nose. And there'll yes. probably be statues carved of that nose. Every time she was in profile in this movie, I, I just kept so on much. thinking like, <laughs> how many people must have told Relax. her to get a nose job? And I how much respect do I have for her I for not doing it? Esther Zuckerman, a yeah. friend of the show, about, I was like, I need to tell someone because I can't tweet this because I'm. No. You can't be, be horny, horny on, on Maine. I mean, the, I work for theatlantic.com. I can no longer be horny on Maine. And so I had to text uh, Esther. I mm-hmm. love Rosemary's nose. And we talked about that for five minutes. Then, of course, like we talked about Jennifer Gray's nose, yeah. the platonic yes. ideal of the tragedy long of that noses, nose. And then the tragedy of, of, of its, its undoing. But that's like, you have to imagine that like every shitty agent that Rosemary DeWitt was like, met hey, with. Hey, have you ever thought about maybe. Right. And the confidence to be like, fuck no. you, I'm yeah. keeping it. This is going to be my thing. Yeah. Incredible nose. Do people still do that in meetings? I think so. I kind of like. Somebody should tell me what I should get, though. <laughs> You're like, just lay it on me. Just it's like, refreshing. Well, how can I fix? You yeah. should get a nose extension. You should get a Rosemary DeWitt <laughs> nose. Oh, get my a God. DeWitt. I would love a to go stretch. to a yes. plastic surgeon's office yeah. and be like, can you give me the DeWitt? Can you add <laughs> a bridge? Yeah, right. All right. So. so there's the way Rosemary DeWitt is right. handling it. Bill yes. Irwin is like, Completely I'm going and, and to delve headfirst into continuing to try to solve Anne Hathaway. Yeah. Like, I'm going to mm. preoccupy myself with a different crisis. There's a right. way to, yes, dig your way out of that. Fix right. Her. Exactly. Right. Yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, Deborah Winger is just like bottled, done, on a shelf. Yeah, don't I live in a nice house now. I don't hang yeah. out. Don't Goodbye. look it in right. the eye. If you try to bring it up with me, I will punch you in your right. face. Right, right, right. Right. And then Hathaway is just like, to a certain degree, doing what she's been doing her entire life. Mm-hmm. But also, it feels like baiting people yeah. to judge her more yes. and blame her more. Yes. She, she can't stand the sort of politeness. She can't yeah. live with herself. And yeah. the, the line that Rosemary DeWitt says where she's like, I spent my entire childhood waiting for her to either get better or die. I was praying for one of the two to happen. Right. Mm. That she would get better or die, which is such a brutal thing. But that thing. is what you feel what you like feel. when yeah. you, if you think if you love somebody who's yeah. like In that much pain right. yeah. you can't like, stay here yeah. where, where right. we are. Yeah. this is like terrible for all of us yeah I mean there's also there's the scene after the barber after the um, yeah. at the salon where right you see Rachel being like now that I know this shit you're lying you know you're telling these fake stories in therapy yeah. you're not taking responsibility for what you know like she, that's her view of that it's right? the one time Bill Irwin kind of questions her doesn't right. coddle her and is right. like why would you lie about exactly. that yeah. right. well because also I feel he feels implicated yeah. even though she, She's saying she has like a molesting uncle or whatever. Right. I feel like he's like, you can't portray us that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a really nice scene um, after Rachel like drives the car into the rock or whatever. Yeah. And like 
Rosemary DeWitt just like it has to give her a bath. Well, no, okay, so that's my favorite scene in the movie. <laughs> mm. So everything's it's building so to, and I remember when I'm seeing the this Ethan in the theater, tattoo. the Ethan tattoo that Emma really early yes. on in the movie is like, you got to cover up your tattoo, yes. and then you yes. see that it's Ethan. Oh, it's incredible! And it's like, oh. and it's also kind of a bad tattoo. It's a whole yes. ugly so tattoo. Clearly a tattoo. She was like, well, maybe this will like be a good idea. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. She's drunk like, when she yeah. got it. Right. Yeah. But so okay. So I'm. I mean, I remember I'm watching this movie in the theater or whatever, and I'm like. You know, is this, is she going to fucking, you know, buy some drugs and right. fuck things up that way? What's she going to do? And then, of course, she crashes her car and it's really, she's trying to kill herself. Yeah. yeah. Right? Like, that's the idea. I feel like or she's, I, I think just, she's just given up, you know? I, I also read it as it, it's like a form of self harm, if not yes. suicide. Yeah. Exactly. Where it's like she has, she doesn't want to uh, relapse. Right. Exactly. Because right, right. she has now been so thoroughly called out. On how much she's trying to make the wedding about herself. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. That, that scene also, I'm sorry to go back for a second, but the scene where they get into the massive fight and then Rachel drops that she's pregnant. Oh, and, and Kim is like, it's not unfair. unfair. Oh, this is so unfair. That scene is incredible you can't because do that. I am on Kim's side yeah. in a yeah. way. It is, it is unfair. She is yeah. deploying and at the same yeah. time, like a Kim secret. can't do what she's doing, which is call it out. Yes. Right. You just have to abandon right. the ship and be like, oh my God. No, Stanley is damaged. Yeah. 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 Yes. But she won't do it. She she won't do it. She's she like, doesn't no. Know. And we Bill were Irwin having is at a the fucking conversation. Of his dad thing where he's yeah. like, yes. ah, ah. Yes, 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 yes. And Anna Javier Smith is like, I have to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> That's the real moral She has great stepmom energy yeah. where she's yeah. just like, oh, it's all, they're she's doing like, their like, thing this again. Is, yeah. I can't. She's like, I love this. I, I just weep like at Bill Ethan. Irwin. Like, I'm yeah. here. I saw, I saw Waves, which, um, if it'll have been long out so you can talk about it. I hate it. Yeah, it's a terrible um, movie. It's a terrible it's not a movie that I like at with all. A perf- I, with a perfect performance by Taylor Russell. <laughs> She's very and, good. It's a ge- um, generally a well-acted movie. But yes. It's, and, it's, and, a, it's an awful movie. And honestly, a well-made movie. It's But it, yet, it's bad. Yes. Anyway. Anyway, um, I thought it was bad. Which also, it does, it, you know, it's like, it feels like one long music video in the it opposite does, but of with, this movie. But unlike this movie, right, where like right. every fucking dramatic thing possible happens, yes. basically. Yes. And with a punctuated by a song. By Instagram yeah. and yeah. songs. <laughs> and, and, yeah, right. But, um... Uh, oh my gosh, now I'm blanking on her name. Um, lead actress in Hamilton. Uh, uh, Renee Elise yes, Goldberry. Yes, Renee Elise yes. Goldberry plays a stepmom. Yes. And, uh, you know, it's like, it's that thing. It's like you're taking on all of the emotional weight of this family. That's what happens when you marry into you're a family. You're inheriting a backstory. You're inheriting a backstory in the children. Yeah. And so, like, you know, and, and when Anna DeVere Smith is like hearing about the story of Ethan again, she's weeping. And when all yes. the happy things are happening, she's like so elated and she's like right by everyone's side and she's smiling. But like when all this drama is happening, she's also like, like I'm yeah. fucking out. Yeah, I have like, to I go. can't do yeah, yes, sleep, I can't, baby. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's her, and that's the card she gets to play. She is great as well. Yeah, I mean, everyone's good. Yeah, you know, hair laid. Oh, she looks fabulous. Silk <laughs> But, um, but yes, so, back to, back but right, to the after car. After she crashes her car. She knows then, at this point she's been so thoroughly called out and making everything about herself. Anything she fucking does, she's going to ruin the wedding and right, and it's mm-hmm. going to be called and out. And she has more yeah. relapse, so she wants to feel some amount of pain. And there's right? also yeah. the great like visual metaphor of like it's literally a fork in the road and right. she just and she drives just right through it. Yeah, <laughs> she's yes. like, I'm not picking. And it's also not like an easy, immediate crash either. Right. No, she like, really like, she goes over a tree. Having to go. And she doesn't even crash into a tree. She crashes into like a giant like a weird rock and it's like it's so but then then there are like four nearly wordless minutes of like the joggers finding her her waking up being interviewed by the cops walking the line taking the test oh and then she comes to the and then she goes back to the house and that guy's like are you holding and she's like 
Yeah. She's like, not dealing with you right now, obviously. But you're mostly either seeing her like in the dark, at a distance, yeah. from behind, right. yeah. so that when they finally get so the when, like, right. you, you, head you on see look her face when Rachel eye. sees her face, and rather than Rachel go like, I can't believe you're doing this. This is so awful. This is my wedding day. The hair that still hasn't been touched from right. when she yeah. left the salon she 12 just, hours it's earlier. It's just wordless. It all goes away. She just is going to help her. It's like a beautiful yeah. like sibling moment. It of is. Being okay. like, of the being bath like, scene is incredible. Yeah, incredible. being like, I am so pissed at you, but I'm going to put this aside because you need help right now and I am going to like And then what I love it. is that the wedding is great. We love, we enjoy the wedding. Yeah. But Kim is having a bad time. She's basically keeping to herself but she's not really doing much. But they also kind of background her for the next 20 exactly. minutes. Like yeah. she yeah. doesn't really she knows not to fuck She takes up. the L. Exactly. Yeah. Like she's just exactly. like I need She's like to I know I don't look great I'm, and I know I it's can't not really talk me. to my mom. I can't it's not do about anything. me. I just got to chill out. I'm going to play soccer with these kids over here or something, right? But like, she barely speaks for like exactly. 15 minutes. They're not even giving her many reaction exactly. shots no. or anything. Exactly. She does get that nice moment where Rachel's, she's like crying while they're singing the Neil Young song. Oh, and it's yes. like, oh. And it's so emotional that she's feeling someone else's emotions yeah. and not making it about herself. Yeah. What a good Movie. What a fucking great Wait, here's movie. a question that I th- I was like watching this movie last night and I was like in the wedding party when they're mm-hmm. all like dancing is Sebastian Stan in the background? He is. Okay. Is he? I, I, so did they just like, they needed another guy? I think so. I, I really was like, is that him? And I rewound it and I was like. What if there's a subplot oh. that's like Rosencrantz and Gillenstern that's about him escaping. Yes. And then like he pops into the, like how he got there. He has yeah. two credits in the movie. Yes, I will he does. say. Oh, in the end really? they credit him oh. as two different yeah. characters. It's like oh. Walter yeah. slash bow tie party. Yeah, yes, exactly. Yes, Eagle yeah, Eye viewers oh. will notice he's wearing like a tangerine shirt. Olivia, very good He also, of course, has a metal arm. Yeah, of, right, course, of course, yes, yes, yes. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes, we know. Is there any movie that looks like it was more fun to work on? It looks so, mm. like, it just looks so, it looks like they were all hanging out. Yeah. Like, usually when, uh, like, a cast is going on a press tour and they're like, we were just hanging out. I'm like, yeah, I don't believe like, you at uh-huh, all. Yeah, right. <laughs> but this one really feels like, it feels so lived in. Yes. And it feels right. like everyone has such a real, like, well, hangout energy. That's actually why I kind of, like, Disagree. Well, I wonder how they shot things. Like, if it was chronological or I, like, I feel sort of like out of sequence. It was chronological. It feels was like it? that to me as well. Yeah, but only because like then the hard days. You know, it's like you're not sure. talking to anybody. Like the set it is feels, nice, but you're just kind of like. It does feel like by the time they got to the party, they were all like, "This is we're no, just we're, we're just yeah. party. We're gonna like." Just like give you well, guys so like they have like, the music going. Mm-hmm. There was a scene where Anne Hathaway felt bothered by the music because it was too loud. And when she, she says yeah. like, "Can they cut it out?" That's and that was Demi saying to her like, "If you don't like it, say it in the scene. Right? If it's bothering you, you have to say it in the scene, not now." When she yells it, yeah, she's yelling it oh, to yeah, and, Demi. And Bill has Demi to be says, like, "If you feel that way, you have to make it part of the scene." And then they cut to everyone else reacting right. to it. Yeah. It's stuff like that mm-hmm. where he's oh, like, "I just want to feel like it's happening." Right. Right. So good. He should have won. The Academy Award for directing, for this yeah. film, in my opinion. Well, this is the year it that— It is one of the most best-directed movies. Yes. This is also the year that breaks the Oscars. It is. It's the year they snub The Dark Knight, and afterwards mm-hmm. they have the 10. You right. know, like, they, they it's true. And we'll so, talk about that in a second. This is the Slumdog Millionaire year. But it is fast. This hard is, year. This hard is like year. Slumdog, Frost Nixon, yes. Milk. This is the, the year reader. I started paying attention right. to it's, it's, a part, it's, it's when they literally only nominated one good film for Best Picture, and it was Milk, I mm. think. Yes. Yeah, because Slumdog is so so. It's Slumdog Reader, Milk, Frost, Frost Nixon, Nixon, which is really and awful. Button. And Button, yeah. Oof. Yeah, I mean, where you're like, is the best Button the, the second best? You know, like you can right. talk yourself into that. Like, I remember fighting with my dad about it in the car because we saw Dark Knight together, mm-hmm. and I was like, 
I don't understand how this film wasn't nominated. <laughs> like, this just doesn't make any sense. You know, I, I'm like fully a child, and he was like, "You, I don't like, I can't have this conversation." With it was you. like, and I was like, "Your ages of like, that's what that's what's broken with the academy." It was, was like, like Dark Knight okay. getting snubbed, Wally getting snubbed. Yeah, Grant yeah. Torino had done so well. Sure, even sure. dubious. It came on late, but yeah. Is this, is this, this year? Yeah, is this Juno's year? That was the year before. The year before is very good. Yeah, the year before seven was pretty good. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. yeah. But but oh, it breaks the Oscars and they never recover and they go crazy trying to like chase the popular vote. Uh, in a way, it is weird I mean, that this had is, great Oscars. It then. only gets the Hathaway nomination. It doesn't get screenplay. Screenplay was a very strange miss. Yeah, that it didn't get it. But it was a stacked year. Frozen Rivers stole its spot. Yes, mm. the other four nominees are Milk, which is credited to Dustin Lance Black ridiculously, uh-huh. who uh, wins an Oscar. Who wins an Oscar even though he, that he didn't gets write to that movie. own and keep uh, in yes. his <laughs> um, allegedly. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Happy Go Lucky, which weirdly it's is that movie's only nomination, right. even though Sally Everyone Hawkins and Eddie Marson are so good. Wait, what yeah. movie was it? Uh, Happy Go Lucky, is that the Mike the Lee the movie. No, it's oh, an incredible it's... movie about an English um like elementary oh, school with, teacher. Um, with yes, um, Sally Hawkins. Sally Hawkins. Yes. 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 Oh my gosh, she's so good in One that. of my favorite movies. Only gets a screenplay nomination. Yeah. Very which strange. is crazy. Weird. Because the writer's Have branch you is. seen her eyes. She's in college. <laughs> uh, in Bruges, which was sort of right. like. Classic. Also came on late. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Wally got an, an sort screenplay Sort of the nomination. beginning of the end. In and, then, and then Frozen <laughs> yep. River was the sort of surprise over Rachel getting married. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, and Jenny Lamette, I feel like this is like announces her as a major screenwriter. Right, but now she's been trapped in like genre movie hell. What does she yeah. do now? She serves on writers' rooms for dark universes. That's and what's such. crazy. Oh. Her next credited film after this is The Mummy. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. Because she was part of the writers' room for Dark Universe. Yeah. She's yeah. Really so t- she should write like plays. And she, she sold split, like and she had two pilots that she was going to show credit with The Mummy. That, that is true. <laughs> Written by Jenny Lumet and, and, the, and mummy. the mummy from and the, the mummy's mummy. hands are bound up. You can't even type. Right, so right. It's like, no, what? exactly. Well, yeah, exactly. And and in the screenplay credit, uh, Jenny Lumet's name gets wrapped in bandages. It does. <laughs> I'm just trying. I feel well, like that also movie was so try hard. Split in half, like during because it was like so old. The yes. mummy actually gets credited twice, and right. it's and the mummy and the mummy. Right. So and it's right. like really toxic. Yes. She sold two pilots. Uh, she sold, I sold think, two pilots that she was supposed to show run. Neither of them came to fruition. She works on Star Trek now. Yes. Works on Star Trek Discovery. But she sold a bunch yeah. of screenplays. I'm sure she's done a thousand uncredited God. rewrites. Yeah. Just yeah. imagine, like, this hasn't happened. I've been in rooms with people who I like really like respect on like a comedy level and like mm-hmm. worked in really cool rooms, but I've never been in a room with somebody and been like, damn, bitch, like you're the bitch that did Rachel getting married. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Like, you're just here. Okay. She had a script, I think, called Honeymoon with Harry, I want to say, that maybe Demi was supposed to direct after this. A bunch of people were attached at different points in time. Yeah. But it was supposed to be De Niro and Bradley Cooper before Bradley Cooper really popped. But when mm-hmm. De Niro was like, it's my kid. <laughs> and uh, it's it's about uh, the first, like, 45 minutes are a, a young couple right. getting married and the disapproving father. And then um, the wife, I think, unexpectedly, suddenly, tragically dies right after their wedding. Mm. And he goes on the honeymoon to Hawaii with the father-in-law. Weird. Which was supposed to be this great script that just okay. never, ever got made. Um, I just want to shout out, we should play the box office game, but the last moment in the movie, mm-hmm. after the wedding, which is so nice, mm-hmm. is Kim is trying to slip out. She's trying to pull a Deborah Winger. Yeah. Right? Where she's just like, I'm just going to get the fuck out of here, drama mm-hmm. free. And Rachel runs out to like hug her. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, you know, the cycle is at least hopefully She's not being repeated. She's watching her slow yeah. dance. Yeah. 
no, with no, Sydney. Well, no, that's 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 before. This is the day, this after. Is the day after. Oh, the oh, last oh sorry, 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 sorry. She like kisses yes. Yes. the man. Yeah, yes. But she's trying to slip out. She's trying yeah. to pull a winger. I'm yes. saying, Griffin. right? Yes. Now I understand. What <laughs> and, you're and and Rachel stops her from doing that by giving her a hug. Yeah, yeah. I do love that the movie is called Rachel Getting Married. Uh, it was originally script. called Dancing with Sheba. Bad That's title. A, Rachel Absolute Getting Married is such a good title. title. Not great. And it's also so nice because it's like, right, this is supposed to be about Rachel's wedding. Yeah. Right, like the exactly. title is reasserting exactly. the conflict of the movie, which is like, this is supposed to be <laughs> everything. Yeah. Yeah. Not this Kim business. Yeah. Uh, I love it. I think it's a perfect movie. I think it's a masterpiece. I agree. I love it so much. It is. My, you know, I, it's not. I guess it sounds a little, but it's one of Demi's best movies. Yeah. I also think it's this incredible thing that you kind of can't control how movies age, and so often it's just tied into um, how sort of like in tune filmmakers were with something honest. Sure. Uh, mm-hmm. But when this movie came out, I remember so much of the criticism being like, this wedding's so unrealistic. Like, who would make this melting pot wedding of all these different cultures? Yeah. Yeah. It's like this idealistic, like, Demi, we are the world dream. Yeah. And now you watch <laughs> it and you're like, is this appropriation? But it's also the kind of cringy appropriation that you would completely buy these people doing. Yeah. yeah. Where it works in both lights, you know? Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. I love this movie. Yeah. You guys like it? I love this movie. All right, let's play the box office game. Okay. October 3rd, mm-hmm. 2008. Okay. The number one film of the year. Is Rachel Getting movie, Married? Is not Rachel Getting Married. <laughs> Believe is, it or not. <laughs> uh, Ben's Laughing uh, is a, a children's film. Beverly Hills Chihuahua? That's correct. About <laughs> that a little was so dog. Fast. <laughs> I don't know how he did that. <laughs> this was a very lonely period of my life. I remember this vividly. How many times did you see Beverly Hills Chihuahua? I did Chihuahua? not see it, but I remember... Walking up to theaters and debating whether or not to Can see Can you tell it. me which studio put out Beverly Hills Chihuahua? Walt Disney Pictures? It was the Walt Disney Company, that's correct. Is Beverly Hills yeah. Chihuahua on Disney Plus? I think all three of the Beverly I Hills Chihuahua they are all are. on there. Is George Lopez the Beverly Hills Chihuahua? He's the he Chihuahua. plays... Right? Yes, I'm trying to remember the character's name, but yes. The name well, of... Well, no, no, the main Chihuahua is Drew Barrymore. Correct, um, Chloe. Uh, And he's like the funny comic relief Mm -hmm. who I think also becomes the love interest. George Lopez. George Lopez. The plot of that movie is like she's like a pampered chihuahua and he's like. George Lopez is sort of like a street chihuahua chihuahua called Poppy. It's uh, Thank you. And then uh, Andy Garcia plays a German shepherd called Delgado. I didn't know Andy Garcia was in the Beverly Hills. And Edward James Olmos plays a Doberman called El Diablo. The premise of Beverly Hills Chihuahua is essentially what if uh, Paris Hilton's Chihuahua right, had an yes. adventure, right? But with and has to Latino, deal with the real Mexican with the Lati- Chihuahuas. Okay, with the Mexican Chihuahua yeah. community. Okay. Uh, yes. And also, I want to point out that Placido Domingo plays a long-haired Chihuahua called Montezuma. Well, of course, he does. That's great. Yes, okay, exactly. That movie um, made a hundred million dollars. Uh, that movie to- it opened to twenty-nine million dollars, and it topped out at ninety-four. Wow! It didn't quite get oh, to hundred. So I was ready to throw that parade. But here, number two is a movie that is one of those sneaky hundred million grocers. Okay. Doesn't exist, of course. It does not exist. No. Was it like a hundred on the nugget? 101. Is it Eagle Eye? That's correct. <laughs> Are you okay? This was. I was living in an apartment in Hell's that Kitchen. Is one of my favorite trailer lines, Billy Bob Thornton saying, you're in a whole lot of trouble, son. I, I was living so much. in an apartment in Hell's Kitchen. Never I had seen moved Eye. in with three other guys. And by this point in the year, all of them had moved out. So you were because living alone? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's the question. 
But I was a block away from the AMC 25, uh, or a couple oh. blocks away, and I was going to see movies all the time. Mm-hmm. Wow, this um, is how I'm going to remember this period of my life. And I also, this is a period where I remember, like, Box Office Mojo was really popping, and yeah. I was just refreshing alone in this apartment by myself, being like, I wonder what that did. Mm. Number three is a, in my memory, kind of charming teen movie. High School Musical 3, senior year? Incorrect. Mm. Oh, that comes out Halloween weekend. Of course. Right, right where it belonged. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like a New York set film. I saw it on a date. It's Margaret. A, <laughs> it's a few years later. I know, I know. It's not Nick and Nora? It is Nick and Nora's Infinite, Infinite Playlist. playlist. Yeah. It's got a female orgasm subplot. I it's talked got about Ari this Grainer. the other day. Oh, Ari Grainer's fun in that podcast with Ben. That is one of the most banana scenes. A different podcast with Ben. I tell you, it's secret. <laughs> Are you serious? Me and Harry have a podcast. It's my friend Harry, who's yeah. an Earwolf producer. Harry Nelson. I know who Harry is. And yeah. we're, uh, we're, we're time-capsuling. Are you guys like, going to fight in front of us? Yes, podcast. I'm mad okay. about that. That's cool. Yeah, It'll come right? out eventually. David, okay. I think you need to grow up about this. <laughs> Honestly. No, I'm going to need a briefing after we're done. All right, number four. I was saying that the scene in which Michael Sarah yes. fingers Cat Dennings in Electric Lady Studios. Lady, yes, yes, Ladyland. And then you see the uh, the fucking yes, uh, the, computer the, the screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The level. What about it? What were you saying <laughs> about On her it? orgasm. That's one of the most banana scenes in any movie ever. It is a wild scene. <laughs> it's Are a studio scared? picture. Are you scared of the female orgasm? Terrified. Mm-hmm. Are you scared you of the levels it can reach? I'm confused that you called it a comedy and not a psychological thriller. <laughs> Because that movie chilled me to the bone. Oh, boy. All right, number four. No, I think it's crazy that that a scene that sexual is <laughs> in a studio movie. It. Why do you hate women? Yeah. I hate them. Number four I hate is... To see them. Um, I hate to see them. It's like a grown-up romance. Is it Diane Lane? Yes. Is it in Nights in Rodanthe? That's correct. Uh, just Rodanthe, I think? I'm not sure. I Rodanthe. Rodanthe. I know, I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah, I've never seen it. My pitch was always the sequel. I've told you this before. Days in Rodanthe? Knights of Rodanthe, K-N-I-G-H-T-S, which is Diane Lane is captured and all the men who have romanced her in the early 2000s have to go rescue her. Sure. Gear. Say more. (laughs) Cusack. Okay. I believe James Franco is in Knights of Rodanthe. Franco. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, the Knights of Rodanthe. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. All right. And number five at the box office is expanding Mm. this week. Okay. Uh, it's from one of our great actor directors. Oscar play? I suppose. Are you being sarcastic when you say one of our greats? I think he actually is great, but yes, I'm being sarcastic. And but he's directed uh several movies, mm. at least a couple. Okay. Uh and uh this is a western. This is a western. Yes. It's I got a weird name. It does have a weird name. Is it Appaloosa? That's correct. What? And who's the director? Ed Harris? That's right. Yeah. Lonely time for old Appaloosa. Did Appaloosa. you see Appaloosa in the theater? Give me the domestic top final on that one. Appaloosa? Yeah. It's expanding this weekend? Yeah, but give me the domestic final total. Okay. I no, but the, the expansion is important to me picturing the right. final. Okay, I'm just I'm I'm conjuring it. I think the domestic final on Appaloosa was eight. It was twenty million dollars. Really? Did fine, I wow. guess, or maybe yeah. bad. I don't know how much. Who saw this movie? I don't know. I remember Griffin. seeing the trailers for Appaloosa and yeah. being like, "What? What is this? <laughs> when did Three Ten to Yuma come out? Because I feel like that had a similar two thousand seven, two thousand seven. Kind of great movie in yeah. my mind. Together. James Mangold's best film. 
Um, right? I think probably, yeah. I think so. Yeah. I don't even know what the competition is. Copland? The maybe? Wolverine. Wolverine is pretty fucking good. Better than Logan. Where do you, the two of you stand on Wolverine versus Logan? Logan wins. Logan really? Wins. I don't. I didn't like Wolverine. I like Wolverine. A Wolverine lot. is great, Logan's but it's so kind good. of like it, there's like a there's a campiness to Logan. There's to Wolverine. That's what I like. Yeah. Did you guys know that Logan is secretly a Western? Ben, don't. Play I've that. heard that. Shh. Believe it or not, ben. someone told me that. Oh, I'm, wait, wait. I, I was not supposed to say. Sorry. Anything. They have a rival podcast. We don't want them taking our secrets. Sorry. Them on our own. Okay. Their own show. Ben. Uh, hey, editors, ben, no, cut that out. Ben, look at me. <laughs> yeah. Say it again. <laughs> no. Ben. 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 Do I'm gonna. Uh, ben. Logan is secretly a Western. <laughs> That's so crazy. Yes. Yes. Some of the yes. other movies in the top ten. Lakeview Terrace. Mm. Is Sam Jackson. Directed by Neil LeBute. That's right. Uh, what? Her and After <laughs> Reed. Yes. 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 Is that the movie where like the young couple moves in next yes. door and he like harasses them? Patrick Wilson and Carrie Washington. Like, uh, oh? Yes. yes. <laughs> the trailer has one of the great twists of all time because he's the next door neighbor who keeps harassing them and they go and meet with a lawyer and he's like, obviously we need to talk about the issue of color in this matter and the color here is blue. And then they cut to the sound of a siren yeah. and reveal Oof. in the trailer that Sam Jack is a cop. Yes. Wow. Burn after reading. Oh. Good movie. Uh, you've got, oh, Fireproof. Is that like a faith movie? Yes. I feel like? Yeah, that's uh, one of those. Like, yeah. The War Room. And then also An American Carol, the uh, oh, anti-Michael yeah. yeah. Moore Zucker movie. Mm-hmm. And then finally, Flash of Genius, the windshield wiper movie. Uh, Greg Kinnear. Yes, yeah. right. And uh, Lorelai Gilmore. He invented the white windshield wiper yeah. and then got screwed over or something. I remember right? seeing they that trailer it. so much. They for played some it all the time. They thought it they was, had something. <laughs> it was <Yeah>. really crazy. <laughs> yeah. And it also gives the whole movie where they're like, oh, it's so hard to drive in the rain. <laughs> and you just. It feels like Coupon the movie. Like, it feels like that doesn't yes, really you've, exist. You've, yes, Coupon Where it's like, movie. what if there's an Oscar bait drama about the legal battles of the man who invented the windshield wipe? Damn, where did Greg Kinnear go? Is uh, he okay? He's chilling. He's in my basement. Oh. Yeah. Are you feeding him? Not a lot. Yeah. A little getting what's a little wayfish? Fuck? I've said it on this podcast, but like what's Timothy the Chalamet unbreakable the time I'm done. Oh, oh, what? <laughs> Uh, it's uh, uh, it's they put him on they pretend that he was in a movie with Titus right and Titus reveals they only the only they only found him by googling like white person nice generically handsome (laughs) it's just like white person nice yeah (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. anyway Uh, phenomenal Uh, any final words from any of us I'll say this I feel like I remember being so jazzed after this movie came out it being so great being like man Demi has finally found a way to merge the two things in his career. Like he's been this like great fiction director and right. this great documentary director, but his fiction films have always been very formally rigid, yeah. even if they felt messy emotionally, psychologically. He had a very clear, like sort of visual style that was very controlled. And then his documentaries were more freewheeling. Sure. And it felt like he had found found a way to merge the two. And I was like, this is this great like second act of his career we're gonna get now. He's gonna be out of like the studio doldrums. Mm-hmm. He's going to feel re-energized. And then he makes two more movies and passes away. And then he dies. Yeah. Yeah. And he made a, a few more documentaries, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah he made he made many more documentaries. Yeah. But yeah. I was hoping to see more films in this vein. But he you died. Know. He died. <laughs> he died nine years later. Yeah. It feels like this was kind of like a perfect summation of his yeah, entire I life, his yeah. career, right, all exactly. of his interests. You have like all these different people in the film at the wedding, like Roger Corman and Sister Carol, who have been like part of his entire career, his previous films. 
Um, it just felt like this celebration of like his entire. I agree. It's a, it's a masterpiece, and it is also a real uh, career culmination. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's a great movie. It's great. She'll getting married. Ugh. Well, Ugh. well. Um, what I good. will what I will say that I uh, forgot to bring up until this moment is that originally. I asked to do something wild. Yes. And we got bumped by a more famous person. Yeah, that happens. <laughs> Scotty Ox. Good, good so to talk Scott about Ackerman, these things now on my nemesis. That's right. But <laughs> I this, I would say, is a better movie it's than a Something Wild. Movie. And I love Something Wild. Yeah. Something Wild, a real romp. But yes, let's say this. We bumped Mark Marin from this episode so the two Thank of you God. could come on. I don't believe that. It's Mark Marin famously one of our true. one of our enemies. It's course. true. We have a rivalry with him. Yeah. Well, you won. Great. So what movie is he doing? Uh, yeah, he's going to do... Um, the Justin Timberlake documentary. Yeah, the Tennessee kids. JT and the Tennessee kids. Who are your kids? Yeah. Who are, who are your kids? All right. Uh, he loves Rachel getting married. He does. He talks about it all the time in weirdly sexual tones. Oh, no. Yeah. Huh. I'll say this. that is my one thing with this movie where I always feel really bad about how much I am uh, into Kim in this movie. Oh, really? In, like, a very self-destructive no, way. Oh, I'm worried about you. Yeah, that's that a really she's, down like, note to like, Andy. You episode. shouldn't have said that should, on the I should not have said Her ben, haircut is bad. Ben, and I'm so like, into the haircut. Ben, oh. cut it out. The haircut's cute. Cut it out. Keep it in triple it. There you go. I is think you? I like the haircut. I like it. It's very 2008. I like the haircut. I like. It was also like Anne was like a long haired, you know, and sort of like, oh look, she's got a new thing. You like the fashion? I like the eye makeup. That was a little time in your life. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know if I like the fashion. I don't know. Yeah. There's not much fashion. Yeah, it's mostly <laughs> it's mostly just wearing people wearing clothes. I like that she right looks now. comfy in this movie. It's scary. Oh, yeah, boy. I know. I'm revealing way too much yeah. of myself. Thank oh, you boy. so much for being on the show. Thank you for having Thank us. Uh, Iconography, one of my favorite podcasts. Uh, I feel like my big like podcast discovery of 2019. And it's so exciting when you get to find a new show that you love. And I feel like if people listen to this show. They would love iconography because it's it's similarly sort of uh, the two of you are obsessive in a way that I love. <laughs> I don't relate to that. I, I've uh, never obsessed over anything. The like moment that. when I was I'm like, so <laughs> oh, there's like there's like a common like code here was whenever the two of you will reference specific interviews. <laughs> when you're like, do you remember when this person <laughs> said this in this interview <laughs> when they were promoting that? Wow. And I'm like, that's that's. That's our style. Yep, 100%. That's the kind of thing I yes. look for. So yes. if you're a listener to this show and you like real nerdy Check shit. Check it out. You should listen to Iconography. It's on Forever Dog, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually rebranding as like a cool bitch. Okay, cool. Oh, and you so don't you're just going to be like, never yeah, heard of them, yeah. don't care. Yeah. yeah. Don't care. I, actually don't even, I actually don't even watch stuff anymore. I don't right. even own a TV show. I don't even watch like, stuff or host podcasts. Yeah, not really. Yeah, right. I just kind of yeah. like, me, I've been like reading, shopping, not even books though, just like signs. I kind of like reading signs. Yeah, like stop, you know, like. Scott music. No That's kind of like what I do now. Right. So I'm like kind of cool. I have a ska band. <laughs> <laughs> Great. So listen for all the ska, the hot ska news. Yeah, if you're a check ska head, podcast. If you if you, if you had a big old trombone you've been holding since 2008, and a weird little sailor hat that you have just been hoping. Have we been recording for longer than Rachel getting married? Yeah, yeah. 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 It's, 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 all right, all right. We're done. Come on, guys. Thank you all for listening. Yes. Please yeah. remember to rate, review, subscribe. This has to be edited, right? Absolutely not. Thanks, Dan, for <laughs> for our social media. Lee McGarry for our theme they put song. Out two hours episodes all the time. <laughs> We're out of control. Somebody Don't. stop us. Jovo and Pat Reynolds for our artwork. Don't stop us. Go to blankies.red.com for some real nerdy shit. 
next week, tune in for the most anticipated movie in our Jonathan Demi miniseries, a master builder, a Henrik Ibsen adaptation starring Wallace Shawn that premiered exclusively at the Film Forum, (laughs) a movie that has left a negative cultural footprint. And as always... I regret saying that I'm attracted to Anne Hathaway in this movie because no, I made don't. it so far. No, I was holding out for it's so long. The only long. honest thing you said. Yeah, it was. It was the only thing I said in this episode that wasn't a lie. 